The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Has he showed you his cartoon, the cartoon? No. I thought you were going to say cock. The, but, one, the uh, one with Barry Diamond? Uh, no, not the one with Barry Diamond. There's one with Barry masterful. Diamond. Actually, it's, it's not. Oh, I, it is with Barry yeah, Diamond. Yeah. It's uh, That's Steve, a different one. Steve Kramer. Different one. That's okay. a different one. That's a different one. I will tell you, as, as ridiculous of a human being as he is, and he's maybe the most ridiculous human being. Yeah. I, I really do have a soft spot for him. Because he's just unapologetically himself. And yeah. people like that, I may not want to hang out with, and I may not really particularly like, but there's something that I'm like, okay. like it, yeah. he, He's just a, a, an egomaniacal sociopath. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't like him at all. I, I flew in, it was probably nine years ago, I flew in, and I, uh, I wasn't even going to get paid. I was just, he was going to let me do, uh, like, uh, you know, pop in mm-hmm. on the show or whatever for the weekend. Oh, that's crazy! And uh, but I was just like, you know, I want to do it, and it was one of those things where I'm like, you know, I'll show you, I'll, I'll perform, and then maybe you can bring me back as a feature yeah. opener at that point, whatever. And he was like, all right, all right. So I, <laughs> I go back and I get there on like a, I think it was like a Wednesday. I arrived, and you know, I'm like, fuck it, I'll see my family, and it'll be cool, mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I get there, and then I have a bunch of people who already purchased tickets to come out because they know I'm going to be there. I've been advertising it for like a month. Like, yeah, first time to see me in five years. Go and check it out. It's all these people I know from high school, and this is in the MySpace days. Right. So all these people are like, oh, I'm definitely coming out. I got tickets. And then he calls me on Thursday, and he's like, yeah, I got bad news. I'm like, <laughs> oh, great. Like, What's up? Well, Chris Porter's in town, so I ain't going to be able to get you time. What? And I was like, Oh, I mean, I'm already in town, and like you know, I bought a, bunch a ticket. Of, bunch and, of people yeah. are coming to see me. Well, I'll tell them to come out. It's going to be a great show. That's like, what he said. I was like, "Fuck you!" By the way, your yeah, impersonation is pretty spot on. It's ridiculous, yeah. right? It and really is. He's when, one of the worst human beings. Of when all time. he picked me up for radio, I was like, or the TV. What car did he pick you up in? It was the Porsche that looked like it may or may not have been in several accidents. Yeah. Classic. It was cracked. Like, the dash was all cracked. And he's like, this is the only car I have left. The Lotus is broke. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. The yeah, Lotus. He, to, he gave me, he picked me up at a the, rental. And he was like, yeah, the Lotus is broken and the Porsche is <laughs> in the shop. And I'm like, all right, dude. Like, I don't honestly, don't, I'm not him. fucking you. So I don't really care yeah. at Same, all. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. It, but, you know. Rental fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he's also the most casual racist. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And just very, ca- like, the, like so so casually racist that it's it's like alarming, like how he just throws it out there. And when you say something to him, he's like, what? I did? What did I say? I'm like, what do you mean? What did you just say? Yeah. He doesn't care at all. Not the, even a little bit. The, the uh, I don't know if he's the owner or just the man, general manager or whatever, but the guy at the uh, Looney Bin in Wichita uh-huh. is equally as terrible. Oh, I, I never met that. him. Yeah, he's just this huge piece of shit. I was there with Paulie years ago, and uh, Paulie had would take a bodyguard around. I think just so he felt important, right? <laughs> and, his, and his bodyguard. Was, this happens all day. Yeah, <laughs> we have a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, Paulie's Paulie's bodyguard is like the coolest dude. He's right. like this 
giant black dude, but just like the nicest guy. Do you think he ever guy. admitted to his friends that he was a bodyguard for Bonjour? No. <laughs> Never. No, because he, yeah. he, he usually did like big like R&B and hip hop guys. Yeah. And he, like, I, for a long time, he was like Alicia Keys' bodyguard. Yeah. But he would go on the road with Pauly because before he got those jobs, he would go with Pauly sometimes. And I think he just thought it was fun because you know, it would be like Steve Simone or me or right. whoever. And he... Uh, he, we get to Wichita, and the deal is always Pauly uh, makes you share a room with the bodyguard. He's not going <laughs> to. Is that true? Yeah, he's not going to get <laughs> you your own true. rooms. Yes, it, it is. is. No, dude, you guys got to share, dude. That's not true. Yeah. There's no fucking way. So then how did you say yes to a second week I, on the road with him? I was 22. Oh, okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I had been working here for like four months for 25 way, bucks a night. You're 22. So. If he was like, you're sleeping in the car, you'd have been like, okay. Yeah, yeah easily. 22, you yeah. don't really, it doesn't really matter yeah. what you yeah. It's like 2003, so Paulie's only like, you know, 11 years off of being famous. Right. Right. Um, as opposed to now, it's been like 40 years. <laughs> yeah. But, this is this is pre this is before he started looking super Jewy. Yeah, yeah. This, he didn't look quite as Richard Simmons <laughs> at that point. There's still he wears like the short shorts. And it was the like socks. yeah. It was yeah. like the death rattle of Pauly Shore pre Pauly Simmons. Pauly Simmons. Pauly Simmons. And uh, how is he not making a fucking funnier die? Especially with all the Pauly Simmons. Dude, that could be his comeback oh easily. Oh my god! Yeah. Because Richard Simmons it's disappeared, right? right? Yeah, it's yeah. hot right now. So you need a Pauly Simmons There's a podcast. You should pitch it. that to him. Dude, because he's the always best. pitching to Rick things. <laughs> Dude, I, so I got this new thing going on. I, I, we took over Jerry Seinfeld's spot because he left. So I'm like, no, left where? Didn't. Took over from spot yeah. on the some, internet. Some internet website. Uh-huh. Where, go with it. And uh, so yeah, and he's like, so I'm gonna have like. I'm going to have you like make some tweets where you're like, look, dude. And it's like a photo of like Jerry Seinfeld with the Ghostbusters sign through him. And then like you're like, fuck Jerry Seinfeld. And then like you got Polly now. That's way better. Right. And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know about yeah, that. I, by the way, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm actually never sending that. Tweet I again. literally was standing right there when he was pitching it and I was turning colors. I was like, yeah. dude, I asked the guys who should do it and they all said you because you don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, but mostly about you is the problem. So. And usually when I send things out, I want them to be funny. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. not and funny. I want people to be like, wait, fuck yeah. Seinfeld. <laughs> yes to Paulie. Yeah. What, what, what happened to this guy? What happened to Rick? I, just, <laughs> I appreciated his bold dog uh he has picked comedy, the wrong but, team <laughs> yeah well anyway so we were in wichita and uh it's me and paulie and terrell and they pick us up in like some shitty fucking limo right and uh it's the club i, I don't, honestly don't know if he was the owner or the manager i'm just gonna say the manager and then we're driving and he like rolls down the the window thing from the front or whatever and he's like talk to us about oh yeah uh, we were going to have you stay at the condo, but, you know, Paulie said that wasn't cool, so we got your room at the, whatever it was, the Red Roof Inn. Right. And, and it's just like, all right, man, Something whatever. sexy like that. And then he, he immediately is like, hey, big guy, to Terrell. And I'm just like, the way he said big guy just sounded racist. Yeah. And then he, he set him up with a joke, and I'm like, oh, no, he's trying to do racist jokes. Oh, that's and, the worst. Terrell's like, Man, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> and then the dude just drops a hard end bomb. No, he did yeah. with a hard R. Yeah, with a hard R. And then 
Terrell just goes, man, what the fuck? And then he just rolls the window up on the guy. And then the dude's just fuming. We got, I, I've never had someone do that. And he's like, bro, you look, I didn't punch you through that window. Yeah, right? And then the whole, the whole weekend, he was fucking piece of shit, that guy. We ended up stealing his keys. He left his <laughs> keys in the manager's door. And uh, he stole the keys to the place. Yeah, it was the keys to it was that guy's personal keys, the keys to the club, all that stuff. So you know, I gave my key. You know, I I um I used to run a restaurant bar in Seattle uh, years ago. But you know, when when Joey and I, Joey Diaz and I started, mm. and um, was he in Seattle too or Denver? In Denver and then Seattle. And that's where I oh, met him. Okay. He used to live with me. I knew that, yeah, and he babysat but I thought it was my Denver kids for some reason. Nah, and then Wait, I, Joey Diaz babysat your kids. That's amazing. Yeah, oh that's, yeah, dude, my kids. Here's the thing about Joey Joey's as a babysitter. Good with babies. Here's the thing, and even be- back before now, where it's the kinder, gentler, right? Yeah, yeah. this it's is a gentle giant. It right is now. a kinder, gentler Joey Diaz. But I always considered him to be a moral criminal. <laughs> sure. Because, because look, he would steal twenty dollars from me, but then he would take me out to lunch with it. That's Do you nice. know what I mean? That's nice. But and the best part is that he would always be like, "Hey, I got it this time." I'm like, "Not really." I mean, <laughs> <Technically>, kind of. <laughs> I still got it this time. <laughs> but it's the thought. But yeah. But I. But listen, my thing was people used to ask me, "How you let that dude watch your kids?" And my theory was always this: like, first of all, I had no money. Yeah. Um, and he worked for Turkey Burgers. Yeah. Easy. But also. Well, that's Although, so healthy of him. Right, I well, don't even think he would do it. They were his yeah. Yeah, thank you very so. much. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't was taking money and going to buy it. We got turkey burgers in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't see Joey asking What happened to the turkey yeah. burgers? By the way, and it was, it, and you know, it was a shock for him because it was always turkey burgers, no bun. He's like, where's the fucking bun? Oh. No bun? I'm like, no, we don't eat the bun. What the fuck with no bun? Um, but... Uh, <laughs> And actually, back then for me, it wasn't the fact that it was no bun. It was just I, I couldn't afford all the food I wanted, so yeah, I had to pick between yeah, rice take the meat and over bread. The bread. Yeah, 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 and I could buy rice, right? But um, Joey, uh, like he would steal things, and there was one time when I heard my when Jacob, my youngest son, was like probably one and a half or two. He's running on diapers, and I heard I was in the kitchen, and I heard and I walk out there. And he's running around in his diapers with his shirt off with a little bag of Coke just shaking. Oh, shit. <laughs> because Joey had slept on my couch the night before and had fallen out of his pocket. Oh, that's pocket. beautiful. Oh, and he man. was just running around, you know, one of the Ziploc ones. He was yeah. like, shk, 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 with a little bit. And uh, I was like, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to have to. Could you make sure you. Uh, that's what I said. I said, hey, dude, I don't mind you sleeping over, but can you make sure you have all your Coke? He goes, it was like, he was like, is that where it went? I thought someone fucking stole it from me. I'm like, you're not, you're missing the point here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your kid steal my coke? No, it wasn't. He's, he's only he's one got and the half. kid in the headlock. Criminal like, the for sure, but he also would have jumped in front of a bus for my kids, oh. and, that, and that's his heart, yeah. right? Yeah. So for somebody with no money, that was really the most important thing to me. That yeah. other shit was secondary. The fact that one of his favorite games to play with my daughter was that my, he would bend over. You know, he never used to wear underwear. Oh, of course. And my daughter would pull, Cuban egg roll. Pull, yeah, exactly. We've seen it a million times. My daughter would pull hair out of his ass crack. And be like, how many? And he'd go, oh, it felt like five that time. I'm like, fucking that time. That's how many times are we doing? Wait, what's happening? Listen, this is t- taking over <laughs> this is for baseball. Amazing... America's favorite pastime. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is an amazing babysitter that you had. How, would, are, how are the kids? He was the best. <laughs> and, the, and you know what? They all still, 
love Joey Diaz. Yeah, it's I mean, like the, the kids... crazy uncle that you can kind of beat up. He's like a human pinata. They were pulling hair yeah. out of his ass, and, and he was seeing the if best. candies came out. Yeah, wow. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you never if you're lucky, know. If you're lucky, <laughs> if you're, yeah, he could be keistering anything. It's Diaz. <laughs> you know the fact that that's a verb is like uh, you're right. I should... It is a verb. Yeah, it's a prison verb. It's a prison verb. I've to keister I've... something. Have you keistered something? No, I've just been with a lot of felons. It's nobody's business what I do. Have you ever been with somebody who's been keistering? Uh, not while we were dating, but they did. You've never dated a current keisterer. Keisterer? Right. Is that Co- the word keisterer? we're going to use? Conquistador. Conquistador, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not 100% on that. No, but we're I feel playing like, with it. I like the beginning yeah, of it. Yeah, they're exploring <laughs> the word yeah, where yeah, we yeah. can take it. But yeah, I didn't know if he had anything in there. It's not like I checked, but he told me he had done it quite a few times. Do, do you know what? See, Keister uh, is, is uh, when I first heard about that, I was like, oh, that, that's, that makes sense. And I actually recently, uh, and I'm probably so far behind on this, but somebody sent me a video of something that I, that still, it was two weeks ago, that has blown my mind, that I still can't quite, you've heard of docking? Is that the dick and dick? Yes. Yeah. That I'm is not, a weird thing. I'm not like. I, I mean, I only know what it is because I used to. Have uh, you seen it? No, dude, you have to check out a video. Wait, how do you know what it is then if you've well, never Googled it or whatever? Have you seen it? No. I, I used to I, do I will tonight. <laughs> I used to do a bit on stage. Might be my new you porn. Uh, no. Where I, I like so to play bad. dumb, and so I would talk about how I think I think it's great for the gays that they're out there fucking, and I just don't understand exactly how it how works. They do it. Oh, okay. yeah. And so then I would you know go into explain like so from what I've what I've been able to figure out on my own. There's the two dicks, and then the there's the bigger dick, and then the smaller dick fucks in the bigger dick, and then people are always just like, ugh, and it very rarely got laughs. It just made people very uncomfortable. And then one day, someone came up to me in the audience, and they're like, hey, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah. They're like, I know you were joking, but like, are you talking about docking? And I was like, I don't think so. You were like the rock band? Yeah, like I think it's pronounced Dokin. I'm not sure. I don't. I'm just spitballing, but and yeah. Then, and then they they went on to explain to me, and I was like, Ugh. "What is it? Okay, what is it?" So, so a, a one penis fucks the other penis's pee hole. Yeah, it's it is the most. Now I'm it's up. exactly as I described. It's it, just, yeah, it's exactly. It just yeah. apparently is a actually real thing. a thing, and not just. It, but, and but, people do it to get off on, or that's my question. Like, I'm not Wouldn't sure. For the one person, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it probably feels that good. For the other person, that's really. I'm. I How had little? kidney stones recently, and <gasps> just having. Did you really? Yeah, last year, and so it, it was brutal. And in order to check and see what's going on, they have to fucking go in through the dick, and that hurts yeah. a lot, a lot. And he's like, "All right, you're gonna feel a pinch here," and then it's like it literally felt like someone was taking a sword and just slicing my dick in yeah. half. And I was just like, <laughs> and he's like, "This will be a lot easier if you aren't so tense." I'm like, "What?" Well, then maybe happen. you should lick my asshole yeah. while you do yeah. it. Then not gonna At least happen. Finger. A little. Oh, so just the tip horrible. of the finger. Something. something. But God. here's the thing: I agree with you. I don't how know how it, it feels good for the dude who's getting his dick fucked. Yeah, the bigger dick hole guy. Yeah, the bigger dick hole. But the smaller dick guy, it just seems like a tight hole, which in general feels good. I guess. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. once you get past I, the fact that you're sticking your dick noise. in a dick, obviously yeah. you're into that. Yeah, if that, you're doing yeah. it. So. <laughs> I don't think anyone's yeah. just like, 
<laughs> I love pussy, but let's just see how good this dick feels. I want something uh, tighter yeah. than tight. Uh, so you I'm gonna don't go for a think, dick hole. You don't think any man's ever been like, I love pussy, but I'll try that asshole. Yeah, That's but, their way of saying uh, I'm not gay. That I mean but, that but, I could see that happening. It's the I love pussy, but I think I'm gonna try and fuck that dick hole. Is that that's, that's harder for me to too. believe? Do you think anyone's ever said that in the history of human beings? Out loud, I think I'm gonna a... try to Tonight, fuck hey, that dick hole. Tonight I'm fucking that dude's dick hole, guaranteed. <laughs> Dude, dudes are so crude. Someone How said do you it. Know who has the smaller dick? You You're like, just, oh, that guy's got a little one. Tell. He can get in. Me. I don't think. Here's a deal. But from what I because you the thin dick. I may no? have I may have done a little research because I was <laughs> so really confused. Yeah, but they that's it's, not it's confused. A, at it's that a process. Point. You gotta you gotta you expand the dick hole. There's a little bit oh. of a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You expand the dick hole. I feel nauseous. Yeah, yeah but you're gonna honest. Google it when you go home. Definitely. It's definitely weird. <laughs> That's how awesome. I wish I, I wish I had a photo of the guy who came up and approached me and asked me. That's what I was talking about because he looked. He was so creepy. <laughs> he and looked he, like the guy who would yeah, say, "I'm and he, gonna fuck your dick." He genuinely that. came up like he finally found another person <laughs> who enjoys what he talks about. And he's like, "Is that what you're talking about?" I'm like, "I, I don't. I'm I not don't, sure. It might be what I'm talking about." And he's like, "Well, because then he went into it." And I'm like. And this dude is creepy. Knows too as much fuck. about docking. Yeah, and he was totally down to hang out all night. What do you think the first person? What do you think the person looks like who thought of who thought? I bet you I could put my dick in his dick hole. What do you think of the question. first? <laughs> it's a great question. What he look like? What, no, what year? Let's oh. ask. Is it? Is this a nineteen hundred thing or is this a Caligula thing? Is this? Ooh. Were the Greeks doing this? Uh, it, Greeks uh, or freaks? The Romans were the probably Romans were doing oh. it. The Romans For sure. have stuck shit in every place, yeah. everywhere. It might have just been like a we'll show these pagans how we do it in <laughs> yeah. Rome. Open up your dick hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm guessing people in Great Britain, at least in the you know oh, yeah. the early ADs, huge definitely dickholes. Spanish Inquisition shit. For sure. Yeah. I mean that that was like there's real no stuff. question about it. I well, love this history lesson of Dawkins. I mean, I'm gonna Google it to see how far back it goes. I, you, you know, I was sitting. Yeah, I, am. I was sitting behind I'll, the comedy store <laughs> uh, one night, probably ten years ago. We were all getting high, and somehow the conversation came up of, "Do you think there's any sort of sexual move that hasn't been done?" And you know, oh, if so, amazing. what would you call it? And then, like, people are going through stuff, and I was like, "No, nah, that's that's definitely been done mm-hmm. before." And then someone, I want to say it was Eric Marino. I, I can't be positive, but he came up with the twice baked potato, and that's where you shit into someone else's asshole, and then they shit that back onto you. And that but was is that twice- a sex move or just something you do on a Tuesday? I think <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean. Like- <laughs> point. That, that's a midweek review. Yeah, is I mean, what who's, is. who's is anyone getting hard at that? Because that is what qualifies the sex move. What scares me is that someone is probably getting hard to that. Listen, I used to There's work. Somebody right now. Yeah, who's just like, whoa, twice baked potato. It's yeah. the same guy who yeah. approached me about docking. Somebody just pressed pause on podcast. He's like, sweetheart. Hold on a sec. Yeah, let's try Were you guys I, talking sweetheart. about the twice baked potato? <laughs> Sweetheart's the way you you have to say sweetheart before you ask somebody about a twice baked potato. Oh, Easily. Right. I worked at a fetish club in Seattle. Again, this is back when Joey and I were up there, and so the fetish thing that really shocked me the most. Because there was that there, everybody could come in or whatever. But downstairs, once you paid your cover, if you wanted to pay an extra twenty five dollars, there was an extra little fetish room where shit got weird. Whoa! The, you know, and the whipping I got, and the shocking I got. Okay. But there was a glass table that was lined with plastic, and dudes would just lay under it and watch girls shit, and they would jerk off okay. under the table. 
Mm. And I would, because I used to, when you say there's something for everybody, right? And I remember yeah. asking, because there was a guy who came in, three-piece suit, looked fucking, I was like, what is, he must be here, he must be Crazy. chaperoning somebody, right? Sure. So he comes out to the, and then he comes out to the bar and he orders, this is when I was like, well, this dude's a little off. He ordered, uh, you know those, that blue cacao liqueur? That oh, blue, yeah. yeah. On, Caraca? On rocks. Caraca? Oh, and really? I was like, yeah. Blue. That's what we put in electric ice Yeah, yeah. It's like Caraca. And I was like, okay. Blue Curacao, I think it's called. Something like that. Something like that, But I asked him, I'm like, hey. Uh, first, I asked him about the drink. I'm like, when did you start? Yeah, drinking it's just that? fancy triple sec. Basically. Yeah, basically, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But um, and then I finally asked him. I go, you mind if I ask you a question, man? He goes, what's up? I go, I saw you in that room back there, and he was like, yeah. And I go, how, how did you know like that was your thing? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what I'm yeah, always. Where did it start? Right. Where Who does did it start? This to you? And he told me how it started. Oh no. And he was oh, like, yes. and he was, like, and, I, and he goes, first of all, he, I feel bad. He said, first of all, his babysitter yeah. used to shit on him. <laughs> he used to let me Hold pull on. the hair out. I'm getting excited now. His babysitter, Uncle Joey, <laughs> used to let me pull the hair out of his ass, and the candies would come out, and I was like, oh my god, let's do some more of that. Um, Holy if only shit. I could pay for this. <laughs> I wonder if I can figure out because we did it on a Tuesday night. It was fifty to get in the Easy. door, and twenty. So he spent seventy five dollars. Okay. And this was and, way back, like early nineties. Yeah, uh, late nineties, mid to late nineties. Oh, okay. okay. And then because then you had to tip the girl too. Like that shit oh, doesn't come for free, literally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you had to tip the girl. So, but I asked what, him. What like, got him to that place? How did he get there? He said he was about twenty one or twenty two, and he was had his girlfriend's ass in his face. Sure. And um, she he was. Ugh. He was licking her ass. Okay. And she coughed. A little bit of Okay. Came out. Uh-uh. And he was like, I like that. Hey, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. One more time. Yeah, yeah, he was like, he just liked watching it come out. That was he was like, I just I would have never known, but I just liked watching so it gross. come out. And I was like, dude, like and wow. he was and he said, it's, you know, just talking about it too, like it's just like gross. Like, clearly, clearly, this is what's going on. I can't even look at Rick's sweater. That's how nauseous I am, dude. Yeah. Do you know it's just a color. nice brown? <laughs> Nike. You know what he said to me, he was like, "I don't think I'd ever found out." And I was like, "Well, maybe your life would have been better, dude. Like, yeah. you maybe you wouldn't be spending one hundred fifty dollars on a Tuesday night watching yeah. someone poop Wait, on a table. Why are you eating an ass of a girl that coughs? <laughs> she may have something. Get no. out of there. Yeah, no? <laughs> she's already coughing. You know what? That's a valuable point. <laughs> Because if you're going to eat the ass, at least make sure they've, you know, their health yes. is in good order yeah. first. They yeah, haven't been eating too much roughage. Yeah. You, how many cigarettes do you smoke in a day before you get back here? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to figure Coffee out. Coffee and cigarettes or yeah. just cigarettes? Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Eleanor, can I ask you a question? Yes. I, you know, you t I'm so glad I was sitting with you two, by the way, because you, you, bo are you both- we're with Josh Wolf, by the way. Oh, we yeah, probably the Comedy Wolf podcast. We never, we're so unprofessional. That's all right. Yeah. All right. I, have, look at me. Do yeah. I look professional? Right. Uh, no, you I'm, look perfect uh, for um, the Comedy Store podcast. I, uh, because you two approach comedy so completely different than me and uh, and got into comedy in a different way. So if you don't mind me asking you guys a couple questions. Sure. I love this. I would love to start with, so you didn't start as a comic here at the store. No, that's right. me, Eleanor. Eleanor. Yes, I did not. Uh, I was a waitress for 12 years. So- 
Never did stand up, never once. Right, and you, and you were here when I had no interest, Rick. Too. And you booked, yeah. yeah, you were, you did talent for a while. Uh, I did everything here. It, you did it everything. It wasn't like I was booking talent. There was a guy. You were here with Scott Day or yeah, Corey both. Scott. Okay, so Scott Day, um, he was kind of getting tired. He was getting bored yeah. of it, you know. And so he would call out on Mondays and just test the waters and see how he. Could. So I would fill in, or I would be his assistant, or Steve Moore would fill in. Yeah. It was whomever was around. So that it wasn't like I was technically doing the talent. I never was. But you you started comedy later than most of us. Uh, yes. Do you feel like because it's been I, 10 years already. That's Isn't crazy. That crazy. But see, here's the thing. I always go back and forth in my head between coming down to the store or even over to the Laugh Factory or the Improv because you really absorbed a lot of comedy. Oh yeah. Okay. So how, how how much benefit do you get from watching? Because you watched for how many years? Without a twelve. So how much? How much further ahead do you feel like you were when you started after watching? Do you know what I'm asking? Well, it's like yeah, the guy I'll, who holds the clipboard, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, nice. ha, ha, thank Good you very call. much. Ha, but how? Like, ha, how much further ahead do you think you were from watching? It, I don't. I don't think I was further ahead. I think it actually. I mean, it was. You could watch and see, like, um, you know, what's good and what's bad, and you right. can watch people yeah. and be like, "Oh, I would never do that." But then, when you start doing it, you get in those same goddamn ruts, and you're like, "Oh shit, yeah. I'm doing what I said I'd never do." Right. And you you still do. It. And then writing in the beginning, I was like, "Oh, that's John Mulroney's joke from ninety two oh, because it was four. all yeah. in your head. Because it was embedded. Well, that's David Tell's bit from well, you know. Yeah. It was hard, so I when stopped I, watching. When I started, really? that's how I feel. Because when I started working here, I was 21, and I was here every night because I had nothing else to do, and this was the only club that gave me stage time. Still, and uh, <laughs> I I would watch like if I was working the back door, there was never anybody at the club in those years. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would just that. sit in the back of the main or the OR and watch shows, and I feel like I learned. But then as soon as I started actually trying to really be a comic, I, I had to stop. But your style is so different than anybody. It wasn't then, though. When so I how started. did it evolve into? Because I, I, when I watch you, first You're of all, not supposed to be interviewing us. Well, I'm getting so curious because, <laughs> but when I, but because when I watch you, your style is completely different. Yeah. I, I love. I'm, I'm so curious no, we'll about other people's stand up. Yeah. I, 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 uh, oh, I get. Do you know it. what I mean? Like, of course. because I'm fascinated by how I love watching people where I'd be like, I would have never gotten there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where they start somewhere and I'm like, oh, I wonder where I would take. That's why I watch. I don't, I, I try not I to pick it. things up, but I'm, I try to watch and go, oh, where would this, where would I take this? Right. Just to see wh- how other people's brains work, right? Yeah. You, uh, uh, but your standup is so free flow. Yeah. Did, did that evolve be- because of late night spots here? Definitely. Is it, that what it was? It, I mean, it started touring with Dice and just basically getting heckled off stage by Dice crowds. So you have to fight them back. Yeah. And so, like, I was scared. Cause, like, if I ever addressed the crowd when I was with Paulie, he'd be like, dude, don't talk to the crowd, bro. And so I was like, all right. And then with Dice, his crowds are like, they're animals. Dude, they're like full alpha <laughs> male animals. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me, and I have a terrible memory. Remind me to tell you a story about that. Go ahead. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like I'd go out on stage and I was 23, I think, and I I just was a normal comic. I was just trying to do bits I wrote yeah. about my life. You doing impressions too sometimes. I, I did some impressions. <laughs> yeah, yep, and I did, uh, you know, I mean, it was basically your standard last comic standing like, well, I'm from here and that means this. Right. And, and so I'd have bits like about being from Kansas and then the response from Dice Crowds, you know, 
they're very clever people. They'd be like, shut up, faggot. <laughs> yeah. And I would just be like, oh, okay. When I come uh, out, they think I'm a sacrifice. So, yeah. you know, as a woman, forget it. I mean, and so, yeah. and even he was so young, Rick, yeah, yeah, you I would just, go out there. Wait, do those crowds, okay, when you're a young comic, you think those crowds make you better or worse? As a young guy? I mean, I think, Rick came out on top. I think every crowd makes you better. I agree with that. I agree with I, that. No matter what. I think performing for but two people some or- can give, some can some can give you bad habits. Some oh, some sure. crowds sure. can get. I will tell you when you get in when you're young and you get in front of crowds too often that are too easy. Sure, you get into really bad habits. Yeah, I mean that's like that's why ninety percent of La Jolla comedians never move past being a La Jolla comedian because it's it's the crowds are just so good yeah. down there. Yeah, and it's like if they don't expand like for years when I worked here, the La Jolla guys. I don't even think those guys do comedy anymore, but they would. Oh, I they'd, remember that. They used to come up here. Yeah, yeah. They'd, all, they'd be just crushed down there. Yeah. They'd go did a Sunday show, and then they'd come up here and do the Monday open mic and just bomb so bad. Be like, this club sucks. This club sucks. This club is a different animal, though. It's so hard. Oh, it because is. they're expecting Chappelle. They're Dude, expecting the top of the, the line. The main room to me, and this is, and I don't, I, I, the main room is, is the room in town that I've done the least amount of times. Okay. But for the main room for me is the hardest room in the country. I, I think the OR is, but I when I perform in the main room, I have this crazy thing in my head because of being Mitzi's assistant. Mm-hmm. She would say the main room is for the best of. Mm-hmm. That was always the best of. The original room was like your hardcore comic. Yeah, it's where you work out. Comic gym. That, yeah. that was like Vegas. You know what I mean? Right. So I always have this like, oh no. That's I why have Barry to Diamond sings yeah. two songs. It's a <laughs> Vegas show. Did, did, now, did Mitzi pass you? Yeah. When Mitzi passed me, I remember she she called me over what the year? table. Mm, fuck. I know I did that to you, but that's what we. I, it's got to be. It's got to be ninety nine. Okay. okay. Seems like ninety eight, ninety nine. Somewhere uh, around there. Um, I'm graduating high school. I was wrestling. I was just starting wrestling. Nice. When, when Mitzi, she called Good me. Good years over. for all of us. Wrestling. Uh, she was a wrestler. Yeah. Oh. Mitzi wow, calls me over. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> she calls me over and she goes, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hey, very nice to see you." And she goes, "You're very funny." I said, thank you. And she goes, and you're cute like a young Steve Gutenberg. Great. And I was oh, like, fuck. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> that's the best compliment had... of all time. The Gooch? Yeah, man. Dude, I was like, that's fuck. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, but yeah. then she said, Mahoney? She said, do you want to work at the, uh, I would love you to start working at the door. And at first I, I took it as an insult. And then somebody was like, she wants you to, that's what she did with the people she liked. Yeah. She wanted you to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I asked you if, if for you watching, was, and, and I really tried not to absorb. I tried to just dissect jokes, right? And take words out. Like, that's how I... I don't... Look, when I watch comedy, I have to go in with two mindsets. I'm either going in to enjoy it, yeah. or I'm going in to it, it do what I sometimes do, which is like, how did he get there? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. it depends yeah. on how... It, it, like, if I'm watching Chappelle, I study like a fucking well, motherfucker. Well, yeah, because another thing is you know who you are now. Yes. Like, I feel like I could watch, like, if Chappelle's on, I could watch Chappelle yeah, because I'm not going to pick that up. I right. watch CK. I, exactly. Yeah. There's certain Bill people. Burr. You I'm not going to be Bill Burr. Yeah. When I was, I, when although I was a we do have the... similar anger issues. Well, right, yeah, really. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Irish. So I'm like, the no, Irish got to be careful with that one because I, I got angry like that. I, I've always loved Sebastian. He's like, oh, great. sure. 
one of my favorite comics that uh, from the time I moved out here. But you've also well. seen does it Watched does it, him. You've seen the path. Yeah, that for probably sure. helps a lot. Where you it does. I mean, like when I first showed up, he was he was doing well. He he wasn't like very oh, successful, but he I was, saw him get booed off the stage. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm I wasn't here for this. But he stuck. To do that, who am yeah. I? Yep. And that's what I, it's the same thing with Joey Diaz. He, he Joey, at 53. The, yeah. yeah. He, people should study Sebastian oh, yeah. from the beginning. And yeah. I know there's footage of that because yeah. it was Sandy Seashore's class. Yeah. That's what someone showed. I, I yeah. saw the footage of him opening with the, the week I had today. <laughs> and the crowd just silent looking at him. Like, yeah. <laughs> prick. But you know what's crazy? Here's what's crazy is that. The more successful he gets, the more he's allowed to... Sure. Right? Because yeah, yeah. people are on board now. I told a story this weekend that's about 18 minutes. Okay. And I, as I was finishing it... You were in Denver. I was in Denver. As I was finishing it, I was thinking, you know what? As a young comic, I would have never been allowed to, to let a story with. breathe like that. For sure. Ever. Yes. Ever. You, be, but you would have you panicked... When you were younger, I would have two minutes in. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta finish this Fuck really quick. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. That's something that you just like. No, I, I own this now. So I still feel like I panic. I still feel like I panic on trying to tell a story. Like I'm like, oh my god, I better get to a joke, or I better but get if, a laugh, or I better. If they're quiet. It's good. That means you're they're right. listening. I got it. Yeah. That means they're I listening. Gotta get to and that. also, fuck them. Yes, you're right. It's for you. Now I was gonna tell you about. The only real animal crowd I've ever been in front of. Okay. The fourth time <laughs> oh, I was yeah, on stage. Right. Fourth time I was on stage, I opened for Sam Kennison. Wow. LeBeau's what? dad had passed. Okay. Remember oh, that? Oh, yes. I so on the he told us this. Yeah. On the way to San Antonio, Carl's dad had passed. And I had the third time I was on stage, I had won a comedy competition. So they called ahead. And they were the booker. False hope early on. The booker Crazy. was like, uh, hey, there was a comedy competition. You want me to get the winner? And they're like, yeah. So I get this call in my dorm room. Hey, you want to open for Sam Kennison? And I was like, uh, fuck yeah, this Hollywood shit is easy. So easy, yeah. dude. <laughs> gonna be so rich and famous Oh so my God. Soon. He's now probably going to take you under his wing. Without or, a doubt. trench coat. Yeah. And bring so, you around. You're going to be, uh, what, what, was, what was the keistering for yeah, I'm gonna be, Yeah, I'm going to be con keistering. Is his debut album, <laughs> Keistering for Kennison. <laughs> my early days in Hollywood. <laughs> keistering for Kennison. Amazing. But so, first of all, I had been on stage three times, so I, they wanted me to feature, which right away they were like, listen, we just need you to do between 25 and 30, and I was like, got it, Yeah. and I'm thinking, fucking 25 yeah. and 30, I, I have seven- and Solid. That, seven ah. tops, that in, which includes, how you doing, where are you from? Like, say, You know what I mean? Yeah. Thanks for coming, everybody. Like, I added all of the fluff in there, and then, you know, at, at what was I, probably 21, I, you know, my fashion, st I hadn't really figured out who I was. Sure. But I had a ponytail. Nice. Yay. I had some tight acid wash jeans. Yes. Where, and I, this is what I wore to the show. Ponytail, <laughs> tight acid wash jeans. So uh, you look I, like Carl. Wait, it's, it's, it gets worse. <laughs> a button down blue Oxford shirt tucked oh, into my jeans. Okay. Yeah. That With a motorcycle jacket over nope. it. Nope. So there was a lot of shit. Yep, yep is what you meant. Yep. There was a lot of shit happening. You know, if you had any courage, you'd wear that this weekend. You don't think I have it in my fucking closet? <laughs> Perfect. Um, but so we get there, and so I had been, I had told been told that he was sober. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. Well, uh, that you know. Yeah. Yeah. I happens. think that was the. I think that was the easy. It, it, back then, pre-internet and pre-cell phones, you could just say I'm sober, and everyone was yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, he's sober. Yeah. He's sober. He gave he's an interview. Sober. You heard what he said. Sober, sober yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so 
the uh, Bill was his manager. Mm. His, brother. his brother. Brother, yeah, yep. yeah. And, Bill and so he goes, uh, "How much? You just in um, Sam's backstage, um, and he needs a little time. But you know, you do your just do like twenty five. And uh, I go, okay. And he Fuck was like, and you. he, and then he said, he goes, just so you know, uh, Sam's crowd's a little rowdy. You ready for that? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I was not ready for that. Oh, yeah. Nope. The fourth time on stage? Yeah. Because you, when you say they were animals, I mean, we were you, you at be, a rock club. Yeah, you could be four years sure. in and no, not ready you're for not that. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> I walk on stage and already, just by the way I was dressed, yeah. I start on the way to the mic. I yeah. was like, I you're am in <laughs> way over my fucking head right now. First show. At the five minute mark, they were done heckling me. They were done booing, and they had already just started talking to each other. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were gonna start throwing <laughs> wings and shit. They were just done. They were like, they were so bored with me yeah. already. They were just talk. They but, were. They're like, Kenneth will be out in half hour. Yeah, they got just, drinks. And they were talking to each other. Twenty five minutes. Wait, and it, at this point, you gets, had eight minutes. I had eight. Eight minutes that he thought was eight minutes, right. but it was probably a solid forty seconds, <laughs> yes. and then stretching. And the reason I won the competition is because I packed a bar with my friends, and they just yeah. voted for me. Do you oh know what I mean? My God. So I had, you know, what I had at the time. Honestly, I had a solid three and a half minutes on how much my parents fart. Classic. Which what? I still, I still. Hope you bring that back. You know what? I did it in front of them not too long ago. Amazing. I told the story about how my dad kicked my mom out of the car on the Mass Pike once because she was farting like crazy, <laughs> and she we pulled we pulled over with the station wagon, and uh, <laughs> he was like, "You're gonna have to get out." And she gets out and she leans in the window and she goes, "I'm out. What do you want me to do?" He goes, "I don't know. Walk it off." And she just <laughs> walked out. <laughs> Wow. That's adorable. Yeah. That's true love. Yeah, but that's, that's a proud father. Second show, I go, Kennison was fucked up first show. Bill was like, I may need you to stretch a little bit this second show. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, did you Did you not watch the, the guys, fucking first show? Uh, I heard got great things, rates. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Just get back out there. Like, what, 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 did you did hear you about me? Did you not watch what? the fucking first show? But he was like, I look over the side around 25, and if we need you to do more, I'll just tell you to stretch. Well, listen, wow. I'm already stretching 22 minutes. Yeah. But when I look to the side and he gives me the stretch sign, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. This. And I'm, this. can I tell you the truth? I did the joke that I did at the beginning of the set again. Nice. Just in case somebody well, had, I said, hey, just in case. I might not get it the first time. Well, I said, yeah, I, said like, I know a lot of people came in late, I, so I just want to go ahead and <laughs> go over what we've already talked about. <laughs> That's like Kirk Fox on the uh, Torpedoes of Truth tour with Did Charlie Sheen. Oh. He gets out there in Detroit and he starts, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I, I was married for a little while. And like people start just booing. Yeah. They just want to see Charlie Sheen have a breakdown. And then it's like five minutes of him getting booed and him being like, come on, let me tell a joke. And then he starts just pandering to the crowd. He's like, come on, Detroit. I'm from here. I'm from Detroit. Not true at all. No. And then Charlie Sheen comes out and he's like, guys, let him tell his jokes. And then he's like, I want to tell that first joke over again. <laughs> yeah. And the crowd's like, boo. <laughs> you think so that's good, the worst though. opening gig ever? The Charlie Sheen gig? Do you think uh, that's the worst be, opening gig ever? I got booed off the stage in uh, Long Island, Westbury Music Fair, in the round three months in with Dice. The yeah. round is tough. Dude, when you got people hating you from the front, yeah. the back, and the sides, shit. That sounds did you, nice. Did you do the slow circle? I'm always curious what uh, people do. Well, I was sweating too much to turn like that, mm -hmm. but because I was bombing so hard, and I had this cute little half bra on that slid down under my no. shirt, so it looked like I had tumors in my stomach. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like a pregnant like, puppy. Right, I thought like a medic was going to come up, like this bitch is going to start crowning, we got to get in 
in there. And <laughs> Just it so was you know, bad. I don't know if you know this, but when when the baby's crowning, nobody really has to get in there. it's, no, it's, it's coming, coming out. out. Yeah, it's coming yeah, it's out. Just coming so out. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I never carried a full term, <laughs> yeah. so I wouldn't know that. I've just, I'm getting to the crown part, it's but then I get guys. rid of it. Yeah, I've I've learned. How old the baby? Uh, she'll be eight months and four days. By the days. way, she fixed my phone. Did I tell you that? Is that true? Yeah, I, I couldn't get the pictures to go sideways, and she did something, and she fixed Your seven-month-old fixed phones? She, she's, she's obsessed amazing. with phones. We, we, were just, trying to, like, we were trying to get her to crawl, and, and it was just like she wasn't crawling, and, and my wife's in stiff competition with her sister because she has a baby that's like three, four months older, uh-huh. so oh. she wants her to do everything at the same rate mm-hmm. that, that Emily did. And so she said, well, Emily was crawling by now. And I'm like, uh, yeah, babies do different things at different rates. Yeah. yeah. You don't got to worry about it. Yeah. Different, yeah. different moms. I different mean, everything. Um, and so then we're trying, you know, put her toys that she likes playing with or whatever, like three feet away from her. And then she'd just stare at it like, well, it's over, it's over there. What am I supposed to do? I can't play with that. It's over there. <laughs> This is where I am. This hey, is what I do. You got to bring that over here. Yeah, and she'd be like, oh, "There's something wrong with her." And I'd be like, "Yeah, she's she's like f- maybe six months old. It's not that big yeah, of a deal." Yeah. And then uh, after doing that for like two weeks, and my wife being depressed that her baby is oh my god, uh, <laughs> An quadriplegic. <laughs> Bite your tongue a million times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, she'll she'll get there. Don't worry about it. And then she has her on her little mat that she bought her and put down way before she could ever use it. And she's like sitting there trying to get her, come over here, Julia. And Julia's just looking at her like, I don't do that. That's not what's happening. And my wife gets up to go to the kitchen or something. She left her iPhone on the ground and I look over and baby's just staring at the iPhone and then just army crawls. Come on. Just straight on and like goes like a, I'm like, oh, she turns around. She just crawled like a full four feet. She grabbed the phone and then straight to the mouth. I'm like. Yeah, that's all. Took. These kids and their fucking iPhones, right? Man. Can't I mean, get it out of their hand. No, she's gonna it. want her own plan soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember when my kids, when they first started talking about wanting cell phones, and my daughter was like, "How old?" Yeah. Mm. They get so she was early. probably fifth grade when she wanted it. Right? She was like, okay. "I want a cell phone." I'm, I'm like, "Why do you want a cell phone?" And she told me, "I'm like, I don't think you need a cell phone." And she goes, "What if I get kidnapped?" I need. A, oh. I'm, I'm like, you think they're gonna make let you make a phone call? Or? You got one call, kid. <laughs> Better make it count. Yeah, I'm pretty I don't sure. Know why it's Joey Diaz in my mind kidnapping. But I was like, the kidnappers <laughs> aren't gonna let you make a phone Joey. call. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Lose my number, Uncle Joey. Remember me? <laughs> I've been kidnapped. Put those assholes on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> You drive her back to her house right fucking now. <laughs> oh, uh, Joey, sorry, I didn't know you knew the kid. My yeah. bad. <laughs> they all Joey's know. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Put him on the phone. Is this Mark? <laughs> Mark, you motherfucker. What I tell you? I told you not to kidnap that kid. Oh, my God. I gave you so three great. kids not to kidnap. You this was up. one of them. What the fuck? So did you get her a cell phone? or? Well, I here's my thing. Like, I feel like the girls are worse than boys with it. Yeah... You know what? It, my listen. My kids are older, obviously. So when it was like we were the first generation that was, so we were all did it a different way, right? But my thing was this: um, if you feel like you're in danger, I I got them those flip phones. I'm like yeah. you can call me, right. right? And then when we graduated from flip phone to iPhone or smartphone, I my rule was basically this: if you are around other people, I don't want to see you looking at your phone. You want to go into your room. But if you're at a table with other people and you're not talking and making eye contact and you're in your phone, then you need to get up and go somewhere else because that's rude. 
Yeah. And that yeah. was my whole Good. thing. That's a great lesson. I don't want you in the back of the car when you're sitting next to your sister or your brother on your phone. You guys should be talking to each other. You want to listen to music? I'll turn on some music. But I can't have everybody in their phone all the time. And if you're on your phone walking up to the house and I'm in the living room, you better finish what you're doing before you open that front door. And that nice. was the whole yeah. deal. And because they, and I will it's tell you respect. this. And yeah. my look, no matter how, what we say about phones and and, and, and the bottom line is you have to be good unless you want to sit in a basement all day coding. You have to be good like this. Interacting with you people. You have to have yeah. that skill set. Yeah. And so the, you look, the one thing, the first thing people say to me about my youngest son and he eye contacts you to death like a yeah. fucking Scientologist. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He eye contacts. I didn't you. know they had that eye got, contact over there. But I feel uncomfortable because <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know Scientologists. Scientology is the okay. They this is the eye contact, and they would be like, "Rick, how you doing, Rick? Good to see you, Rick. Rick, you look great, Rick." And oh, but your name over and over again, eye contact. Sure. And I'm just mesmerized. Like, oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Start seeing like the just, circles. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like oh, you just whoa. cleansed all of my elderly Wait, souls. You've never <laughs> wanted to go in there and at least check it out. Oh no, I drive by all the time on Fountain. Yes, yeah, you've never so wanted to go in? I always look at them and they, they freak me the fuck out walking around in uniforms <sighs> that are they're odd uniforms. They're not even like Catholic school uniforms. I don't know what just, they are. I don't like religious they're people. Like, but you wouldn't want to see him like, in an interview? I'd love it. Oh, oh for God. sure. Uh, I kid. think uh, that Leah Remy should call him and make him go in oh, there. Send me in. Good with a GoPro? Oh, I, please. A decoy to get in there and start figuring it out. That, uh... You heard like Ari Manis, the producer, and Abby Robert's story about the Scientology Center. No, yeah. they go there. So, uh, two of the guys that work here are producer Ari, who's rarely here, uh, and he's uh, a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, one of our he door guys, listen. Abby Robert's. Uh, they Robert's, yeah, Robert's, well, Canadian. He, he thought it would be fun to <laughs> go over to the Scientology Center and just you know try and yeah. see if they get a tour or whatever. And, and Abby, he's a cool dude. He has a like a weird childhood. He was raised in like a um, barn. What are those? Close. Uh, commune. A Hare Krishna commune. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's odd. So like yeah. he's, Until he's, what age? Do you know? I think when he was like in high school, maybe he got mm-hmm. out. But like he's never eaten meat his entire but life. They were now all fucking each other. Tattoo. One of those. One of those. Weird. Not sure. And I don't really know what Hare Krishnas are other than just weirdos. But it was basically like a farm that he worked, lived on. And, yeah. Um, but so he's a real cool guy. He's never driven a car. He's just like, he has like all these he's weird Amish? things. Basically, that's what it seems it's like. It's similar. Yeah. Hard Krishna. So he, uh, they went over there and they were supposed to go on the tour. They just take you to like five general rooms. And like, yo, this is where we do our, uh, what's the thing called? A uh, reading? No. Cleansing? Uh, um, no. Ass fucking oh, shit! I just watched Leah's thing. Yeah, it's so good. It's uh, uh-huh. it's what the uh, their audit audit audit, audit, audit. audit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's with the IRS. Yeah. So they do the, uh, the this is, this is the audit room and all the stuff. And so at some point, these two comedy store dudes just kind of wander off. Like they realize that the, in the in the Ari's at, a dick like yeah. that. Like he will like fuck in the with Scientology you. Center. Oh, that's a no no, right? Yeah. yeah. So the their guide isn't paying attention and they just kind of wander off and they start walking down this hall and uh they turn this corner and a guy stand there and he was like, Are you guys here for the shoot? And they were like, Yeah <laughs> And he was like he was like, All right, well uh come with me, you know, we're getting ready to start and they're like 
okay and he just takes them into this room and they're doing like a young scientologist photo shoot no and they just go in and they sit with these other actual scientologists and they just take a bunch of photos stop it did they ever see the pictures yeah it came out in their scientology magazine (laughs) that is amazing page eight you open it up it's like the young scientologist and it's just the two of them (laughs) sitting in there with these people just like did Abby have his blonde hair? Because for a while he had bleach blonde hair. That's and he has amazing. a neck tattoo. And a neck tattoo? Yeah. Neck tattoo is like a very... And he has such a beautiful skin. Like he has this like white... Yeah. To me he looks like a, like a skin. Russian assassin. Yes. And then this, <laughs> this weird like... Yeah. What does it say here? Is it his name or something weird? Uh, yeah, or, uh, yeah, I think any unemployable neck. or something. Yeah, I was gonna say any that's neck. What it, says. it says unemployable. There are that's no right. not normal. Yeah, <laughs> like if it's on your neck, you've <laughs> already. It's not like a. Dude, oh, I, yeah. I was at a pizza place last week, and they, I saw a dude with a barbed wire just tattooed straight across his forehead. Yay. Yeah, you've got not one even choice. A, not even a bald guy. No, really? Like had, he had hair, <laughs> and the, the barbed wire went from where the hairline ended above his temple on this side straight to the other side, and I was just like, that's fucking beautiful. Here's the thing, like I'm always worried. I'm always, I always wonder how you get to that moment, right? When you're sitting, you don't have any friends who are like, you know what, man? I don't don't know if that's a great idea. I mean, what, like, what's it ten (laughs) years from now? Yeah, my friends. You're thinking like maybe making some money at life. Yeah. Well, you ever think about being employed? (laughs) No. No, but I'm married. Dude, I gotta, I gotta keep my brain safe from outsiders. Oh, barbed wire. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Got it, got it. Nothing. Yeah, because listen, you know, nothing says I'm not that approachable. Yeah. Than a fucking barbed wire forehead tattoo. That's and I I immediately, I'm like tweeting. Yeah, I'm like tweeting about it. Like I always thought the barbed wire arm tattoo was white trash, but now that I'm looking at the barbed wire forehead tattoo, trustworthy. Yeah, the only word that comes to mind. (laughs) Sir, do you babysit children? Do you know Joey Diaz? This guy named Josh. He's got some kids. He'll leave in anybody's hands. Listen, just make sure the Ziploc bag stays sealed. sealed. That's That's what we've learned over the Rose household. Yeah. There was a. a, My brother listens to this, so I probably shouldn't tell this story, but there was a weird. Uh, We have a disclaimer, so we can just say I told the story. What's the disclaimer? What, What? we, we got in trouble. I, I talk a, a lot. Of, we both talk shit, but I, I take things to the next level. Yeah. Where I was I was calling for a listener to possibly run someone over. <laughs> right. Uh, and, uh, and apparently that person is a listener of the podcast. <laughs> so Both people were listeners. Uh, oh. Well, I never found someone to run her over. Oh, oh, oh. you weren't he calling for a specific listener. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, someone should run that bitch down, is basically and what I was that saying. That bitch listens to yeah. And she apparently immediately was like... Oh my god! And she contacted. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so by weird. the way, who do you contact when somebody on podcast said, "Run that bitch over"? The comedy store uh, lawyer. Oh, yeah. oh really? <laughs> who you See? might be interested to find out represents oh, yes. Craig Glazer and yes. trying to sell his book as a script. Uh, are you talking about the King of Sting? I have an autograph. That's copy, the one. Oh, so do I. Actually, he didn't autograph mine. I fucked up. That's I forgot bullshit. to bring it back. <laughs> Is that true? And he goes, "I'm gonna die, and then it's not gonna be worth anything." I'm like, "I don't think it's worth <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Just even even if you die, it'll be. Worth whatever Less. I can get at a recycling plant. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, do you pay for recycled paper? No, okay, I'll burn it. Well, I guess okay. At least it'll give me five seconds of yeah. warmth. Yeah. So the 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 lawyer got mad, and now we have to have a disclaimer saying that 
that are the Comedy Store podcast. The what the we views express and the views of those who speak them, and they are not the views of the of Comedy, the comedy store. store. So that you've said disclaimer <laughs> a couple times so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many times? Like, what do you think your max is on a on a show? You've said disclaimer. Oh, we fucked up a lot. Yeah. And, well, now now that's just what we say when it's like we have a disclaimer. We <laughs> say, oh yeah. Now we just like before the podcast starts. It's like the, you know, Ari the producer actually he has to he recorded it, it but. <laughs> So they say it before the podcast starts, and that's why we just jokingly say, like, we have a disclaimer, so you could say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, like, have you not like, had her on the show yet? The girl that you... Oh, hell no. We're not nah, giving her she's anything. not a fucking we're not giving, comedian. She's not a comedian. Oh, she's not? She's, no. She just fucked the manager for years and then cheated on him a thousand times. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, like, real bad. I used so, to joke that... Did everybody know about it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did was, the manager know about it? Yeah. Yep. And his his mother knew about it. And what? Yeah, I mean it was, it was out of control. I don't want the names, but do I know these people? Some Dean. Bill, yeah, I know Dean, Dean Gelber. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sam was his Tripoli. girlfriend. Uh, I know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wowzers. Yeah, so it just was. It just got out of hand. And I'm just actually more surprised that she listens to the podcast. Same. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> we were thrilled. We were she, like, oh, we have a listener. Yeah. We she definitely was, have a listener. She was on Facebook. Uh, she was on Facebook this us. week. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you well, too? she was no, threatening us. Uh, Again? No, no, she wasn't threatening us now. Now she was saying she's leaving Hollywood. She's had enough of it. She's heading north. And if someone has any antibiotics, she has some face sores <laughs> that no. needs to clear up. That's yeah. terrible. You're oh, lying. Face. I swear to God. Listen, you never want the two words face sore back to get. That is like a terrible thing. People are like, why don't you go to the doctor? And she's like, no. And someone's like, just go to a fish store and say that you have a bacterial. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm like, how do you genius. get a face sore? I don't know. I'm guessing uh, from meth. scratching from oh. meth, the seven-year oh, yeah, itch. Yeah, meth, right? You just keep... Isn't it meth the ones that have yeah, all the yeah. pox? I, I did meth once by accident. Is the worst Nobody thing I've ever done. Nobody does it by accident. How I did it by accident. I thought it was coke. Oh yeah. shit! I didn't even I think know, of that. I know. I know a couple people who have that same story. Yeah. And they're like, I, I thought it was coke, and I fucked up. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was a terrible. Well, I was such. How a dis- was the high? Terrible. You didn't and like- I was such a disgusting, sweaty mess that a stripper said no to a lap dance. Yes. <laughs> That's special. I mean, that's a special level of sweat. I, I was like, you know that, you know that thin layer of drug sweat. Yeah, mine was like a. It it had more of a shack feel to it. Oh, okay. that's beautiful. Okay, and uh, just uh, you were in a torrential downpour oh, in Florida. I remember turning to her and being like, "Hey, can I get a lap dance?" The jaw she, is it, amazing. She said to my friend, "Okay, my buddy's name was Duke," and she goes, "Why is your friend so sweaty?" <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch! And Duke was like, he ran over here. <laughs> Smart. Way to go, good Duke. Call. That's Duke. a good guy. Fuck yeah. yeah, great friend. But you know what? Great I remember? wingman. Duke yeah. was the best. But Duke drank gin, and that was the one problem with going out with Duke. Duke loved gin, man. Gin What's on the rocks. Gin. Oh, I gin. The you smell mean the gin of gin. High? Oh, the or, smell of gin. Anything about gin is yeah. fuck. And gin to me is just like a true alcoholic's. Yeah, like, at that point, yeah, you're just you're drinking right. rubbing alcohol. You know what like, I mean? Like I just I think, need it in the veins. Yeah. It's like a martini. Don't call it a martini. That's a shot of gin. Yeah. It's what it That's is. Right. It's what it is. But Gin Duke used to drink his gin, and uh, yeah, we had some good times. Was Duke black? Duke, no. This oh, was in- uh, I just like that name, and I know, I know two Dukes that are black, so I was excited. The two Dukes. I know two Dukes. The Duke's a hazard. I <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. The different Duke's a hazard. Yeah. <laughs> 
triple D's. I always, I always had a, a issue. I, I was never a fan of any sort of upper, but it always just made me sweat horribly. The, yeah. the last time I took, I took an Adderall. I was probably like twenty five, and my buddy, uh, he had like a prescription for him because he had ADD growing up, and he mm-hmm. just kept getting it refilled and abusing it like it was speed, basically. So one day he was like, "Hey, we should uh, write some sketches." And uh, I was like, "Fuck yeah, we should do that." <laughs> and like, we smoke pot all the I time. Need some Adderall, I think. So I was just like, "Yeah, let's do that." So we got high, and then we took some Adderalls. And I'm just like, I remember taking it in college a couple times, and like sitting down and just like crushing out like a four page paper. Really? And does it? What does it do? Like that's it, what they say. They say you've it. never taken it. No, me neither. It just makes you focus. I mean, it's, le- it's legitimately heard. just speed, is what it mm-hmm. is. It's pharmaceutical speed, and you take it, and whatever it is you're doing. You're so focused on it, and you'll just keep doing it. Really? So, like, I knew people would take it, and then they're like, I got to clean my apartment. And they'd take it, and then, like, four hours later, it looked like it was like a showroom. But was it like a Coke high? Kind of. That That's the closest I could describe it. It would be like if- People if, have written scripts. They've told yeah. me, like, great, and sold them. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but, so, in college, I'd be like, fuck, I didn't do that paper. I'm so fucked. And I'd call my buddy, same dude, and I'd be like, hey, listen, I need uh, some yeah. Adderall. And he'd be like, all right, and come and give me some, and I'd just fucking knock it out in, like, seven hours, and then just sit there and look at it, just like- but still high seven hours later? Yeah, oh yeah, because it's time release. Sometimes you could do like 24 it's hours like, on it's that like, shit. Really? Yeah, it's like three riddle in time release, basically. See, I I, I never liked speedy stuff. Like I was me the neither. one guy that Coke made me sit in a corner and shut up, and I would stay in the corner until somebody brought out more Coke. And I'd come out of the corner, I'd do more Coke, and I'd go sit down in the corner and Hide shut out. up. Yeah. That's, that's how my ex was. Yeah, he liked that. He like, just quiet. Sit, yeah, he sit in the corner. Just and it, Or go to sleep, and I'm like, what? Sleep? You're doing it wrong. Yeah, sleep, <laughs> yeah. really? Yeah, yeah the same. This Adderall, the dude I got the Adderall from was the same way. He'd do a bunch of blow, and then I'd be like, God, this is going to be annoying. And he just like, just lay down on the couch and be like, is this motherfucker sleeping? <laughs> well, I think he just he'd gotten his body so used from taking Adderall since he was like a fucking kid. Yeah, I, I, I it don't just like didn't it. affect him. Right? He's like the, the, a few people I know. Uh, one of my best friends, she used to date a guy that would do that, and when he would fall asleep, she'd steal his coke. So smart, <laughs> smart. Thank you, no. Coke, is, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. Coke is, but it's, you know it's an saying. insidious. Yeah, I never liked I've it. I've never done it. I've what? Been, this is the closest. You've been here. Yep. She's never smoked I've never pot even either. I've never smoked pot. I'm a mess. You've never smoked pot? Nope. Why? I don't know. I, me, my little sister, and my little brother were the only ones in our neighborhood and on our people we hung out with that never. But you drank? Yeah, but not. I'm not even good at that. No? I'm not even good at that. I can have like two or three. I think the worst, the most craziest I've gotten was Freddie Soto's wedding. Freddie and Corey's wedding was yeah. in New Orleans. And they... Somebody talked me into getting a hurricane, which I mean is like a trick for yeah. them. If you're, uh, uh, well, that'll fuck you up. Visitor, yeah, yeah. they just do that on purpose. Like They're like, we're gonna put in it, ninety so, yeah. shots in this, and then a little color to make you feel like you're having a good yeah, time. Yeah, it's a good tropical and then, drink. Yeah. And then you wake up. I literally woke up in the back of a pickup truck in a cocktail dress. Like, what the fuck happened? And yeah. Freddie's like, "Hey, guy, we gotta go." I'm like, "Oh, fuck." My, I, I didn't even know what happened that weekend. I got married in the French Quarter. Oh, so did they? Okay. On St. Charles, actually. Yeah, it's, and you know what? It, look, it's a risky 
Like <laughs> it was fucking it's, awesome. We had a great time. I still yeah. have beads in me. From my, that. In you? What? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where you they keistered are. some beads. <laughs> Today's word is keistered. <laughs> hey, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy go. We all went to a strip club. My, my wife came with me, and and we're all going. And my buddy gets his lap dance, and he oh was like, "Oh my god, we did the same thing. We were all on a strip." He goes. He gets a lap dance. He goes, I got to go home because his wife was at the hotel. He goes, I got to go home. Uh, you know, what's her, I'll just say her name is Becky. Becky has been calling me. I go, okay. And as he's walking out, I go, hey, man. And let's just call him Brian. I go, hey, Brian. He goes, yeah. I go. What <laughs> a beast. I go, hey. Uh, and he goes, what? I go, the the black light is not helping where you came in your pants. You might want to fix that before you get back to the <laughs> fucking hotel. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the black light had highlighted this yeah. fucking. Oh, my <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Huge stain, and he goes, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do?" I go, "I don't know, dude, but you can't walk in with." Yeah, that. you might want to, might want to buy some pants. Just but burn your pants. At the same time, if you get back to the hotel room and your wife is sitting in the hotel room with black lights on, maybe yeah. be worried about her. <laughs> I don't. I think maybe yeah. that's true, dude. I black. I I, I uh, for fun. I bought a black light and I brought it to a hotel, and I'll never Should do that bring again. One here. Well, that's Filthy. a great idea. You see all the children on the floor. <laughs> oh, little babies. Is so great. Did you ever have sex in here? Not in this room, but in this. No, I never got to. No, it. He, I was telling you, he saw somebody having sex on the stage, right in the main yep. room. Yeah, I, I've had. I've never had sex here, but I've had. A, I've gotten a couple blowjobs here. I've gotten a couple hand jobs here. Done a ton of drugs here. Even though I hated coke, I just always was like, man, well, maybe I like it this time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I love that you hated it and you kept doing it. You know what? You just hear all this great stuff yeah. about health and so much fun, is, and you're like, oh, maybe it's this it's time. Gotta yeah. Be. It's gotta be this yeah. Time. Maybe it was a drug. I was doing bad yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't have a fun high? One fun high ever, and that was with Joey Diaz. It was Naturally. in Seattle. <laughs> and I think I chased that high for the rest of my fucking right. life. I was like, like oh, no, I'm going to find that Coke again. And, and it just was never good for me. But I will tell you, like, it, the, the old comedy store. You know, there was something about um, cutting your chops in that comedy room yeah. that was oh, yeah. completely different than this. Because sure. I, I, well, I, and I'm on the road so much that I don't, you know, come down as much as I would like. But when I do come out in town, I don't try new material here. But this used to be the place for me to try sure. new material. Oh, yeah. But no one was listening. Go, right? There was nobody there. <laughs> you know, people come in and they're like, oh, I hope it's half a room tonight. Who was it? Tom Papa that was telling us yeah. that. He goes, oh, man, I hope it's not as busy tonight because I really want to try out this yeah. new stuff. Yeah, he said the same thing you said. He was just yeah. like, I, it used to be like uh, you could go there. And, With your notebook. Yeah. And yep. fuck around. And now it's a sold out room on a Wednesday and you're, you're like, like on a it. Tuesday. Yeah. You're like, I gotta like, get Tuesday's the, good the stuff. best lineup of the week sometimes. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah, uh, yeah. because that's I know, because I don't ever yeah. get spots there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because everybody's in town and, yeah. and they're going out of town on Thursday. So it, they, they're, if they're here Monday to let's work out Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. It's so crazy though, yeah. right? Like I, I, you know, you used to be able to come down and be like, "I'm just gonna try a couple jokes. Oh, we'll see yeah. what's gonna happen here." Oh, I don't really know what I'm gonna do. You, yeah, mm-mm. you better know. You your... better know what you're gonna do. Listen, I, I, I have a spot at midnight tonight, and I will. It'll be a good crowd still. A Sunday night, late night is still a good crowd. Sundays are great uh, here. I know. Yeah. And, and so People I'm like, are still shit, in town I have to work. The weekend, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Like, do something on Sunday night. When there's no work on Mondays, when it's a holiday, oh, the that's Sunday the night OR is a f- amazing. Ama- it, it might be my favorite night 
to perform in town. When the, there's a Monday off here, that Sunday night room is Same. on yeah. fire. And we used to have open mic on Sunday nights. So yes. that was even better because it was free. That was the only time. So it was jam-packed. Yeah. yeah. And who was doing, when you started, who was hosting the potluck? Uh, when I was uh, open micer, it was uh, Ari Shafir and Skippy Simon. Skippy <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Skippy, he did it a lot, and uh, he did do it a lot, a lot. Who and, was your? And host? he would do, oh. he would do like forty minutes of comedy <laughs> in between people. And just I know. Like, what do are you we really doing? call it comedy? I'm kidding. I am, <laughs> I am uh, awesome. <laughs> I remember him Skippy. doing a zillion minutes in between everybody. Yeah. And you're like, it's our fourth comic. It's 1.30 a.m. Yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, I- please. <laughs> I'm 17 on the list. I need to get up tonight. It's the only to. chance I have this week. I, I um, Who was your host? Like, Who do you remember? Uh, well, I don't remember who hosted, but I remember wanting to host, but Oshak always did. Oshak and Freddie. Oshak was so... Oshak was, was the great. best I'd ever seen. I could see it, and because he was so quick and 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 also so, so likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the most likable guy. He yeah, made I it agree. happy in there. Yes, yeah. he really did. Right? Mitzi loves so like someone he could go there. bomb really bad for three minutes, then I could Wasn't picture Oshak going out there and be like, "Well, you know." It was fun in its own way. Yeah, that's the thing is he would make because Bob also is a little bit of a smiling assassin. Yeah. Oh yeah, like he is. He almost looks retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor Bob. But he could be a mass shooter at the same time. But he fucks you up Barry with his deep. jokes. That's our little yeah. Simon and he's smiling. Yeah, we love him. he's on top of the fucking light tower, yeah. picking people <laughs> off with his jokes, but smiling. Yeah. But yeah, he he was great. You know, I saw Joey do it a couple times. He was really funny. He was. Different for sure. Oh, with the hosting. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Jo- I remember Holtzman. Holtzman was Mitzi the would fucking have Holtzman crazy one. Too. Yeah, that's crazy. That was insane. Think of. I, you know, I was saying, I was telling Eleanor off, uh, off mic that that Joey Diaz sent me recently a picture of the first lineup we were ever on together, and he it was go- right after you guys, right got after we passed. got passed. He was like, "Tell me, tell me who you recognize the names." And I went down it, and I was like, "I recognize Joe Diaz. I recognize Josh Wolf. Oh, and there, there were the only person I recognized was a little fella named Dave Chappelle." <laughs> that was it. Wow. Everybody Nobody else. Is else. Gone. When you first started, what was the real? What was the short? When you for who did you start with? Like who was your running? Who did you? Who did you get um, passed with? Were you with Caparulo around that time? I, I was right after Caparulo. Caparulo was doing pretty well. Like I, I was parking cars here when he got his Montreal thing. Yeah. Oh, so he was and already. Then, yeah, like he was doing well. He would stopped working like maybe a year before I started working here. But like I, one of the first. Like he was one of the first people who I saw have any success. Uh-huh. That's when I first heard about you. Was people talking about how they were trying to pair Your him Montreal. up with you? Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, that. they're trying to pair him up with Josh Wolf because Josh is so likable that might be able to make Caparillo something people could work with because he had already <laughs> developed a reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people were already like, oh, he, he thinks he's better than everyone. Uh, it, 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 it was such. It was like you know, a mini golf shit show or something. There was a couple things we yeah. we went through a couple things, but you know it was interesting working with him. I'm you know the only thing I can say is that he definitely has his own idea of what is gonna work. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's fine. That's it's yeah. Just, that's his thing. That's his and thing, and that's his. You know, he has his, and, and he's not a bender. No. <laughs> no, bender is not the <laughs> no. Yeah, I remember we, we played Madden one night at his house. Oh, okay. And he's 
competitive as fuck and a, so good at psycho it. so he, good you at know, it. He, yeah. he got me in trouble i got him a gig at the riviera and he brought that stupid Madden thing. And, yeah. you know, it's the Riviera. It's from the 30s. Yeah. You know? They didn't have the right Plug outlets. It. He's fucking screaming at the town corner. It's Steve Sharippa. Oh, I get no. a call from Sharippa at three in the morning. Who the fuck is this Caparillo? I'm like, oh, shit. He freaked out. <laughs> he goes, I'll fucking kill that kid. I'll snap his fucking neck. I'm like, calm down, Steve. I'm sorry. He's like, this is your fault. I'm like, oh, my God. I'll fucking kill this he kid. He loves the Madden. I, I was. He uh, loves Madden. So, yeah, he's yeah. super competitive. He was, yeah. We, we were uh, that Paulie's bodyguard Terrell had us over for Thanksgiving one year. It's like uh, <laughs> Paulie didn't have you over, just yeah. his bodyguard. Like, yeah, so well, they, they were so close. Yeah, because yeah, you slept together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they yeah, cuddled all the, all the people who had been on the road with Paulie over the last couple of years got to know Terrell really well, and he lived. He had like a nice uh, like townhouse up in uh, Santa Clarita, and so he said, "Yeah, well, I'm doing Thanksgiving. Some of the bands I'm uh, bodyguarding for now." Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be up there. So just come up if you want. And we were all just comics. So it was like me and Steve Simone and uh, my buddy She's and uh, Caparillo. We went up there and um, we're hanging out. Some dudes from random bands it's like Yellow Card, I think their name was. It's like some Florida like pop Soccer punk band. band. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can think of. Uh, the, a couple of dudes from Seether. And then, uh, oh shit! And then a That's couple, hardcore. couple members of, uh, oh, I can't remember their name now. See there, what fair were you at? <laughs> yeah, it was, the, it was the Santa Clarita <laughs> well, County yeah, Fair. You got it. Um, next to the Churro Hut. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some, some band that was like by far the most successful, and I can't remember their name, but had like a female lead singer, Amy something, and uh, Winehouse. I, I wish. Oh, sorry. That, then it would have been a party. <laughs> Shit, right? Um, so anyway, a bunch of musicians and then we're there and the guitarist for one of the bands starts talking about how great he is at Madden. And uh, Caparillo's like, oh yeah, I fucking play. And he's like, no, dude, I'm a fucking rock star. All I do is get <laughs> pussy and play Madden. Cap's like, ah, if you want to play, let me know. And he's like, dude, it's not even going to be fair. I'm just warning you. And he's like, all okay. right, well, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Let's do it. So we're all kind of sitting around. The rest of us are getting high and capital straight. You mean edge. having fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. <laughs> and uh, and these the fun two dudes, vacuum yeah. came in. <laughs> these two dudes are playing Madden, and this guy is just working cap. Is he? Yeah, and we're just sitting there like, oh man, I've only heard him talk about how good he is at it, shit. And the guy just keeps the guitar player just keeps talking about, you know, oh, man, I, I warned you, bro, I warned you. So he's going on and on, and then the fourth quarter starts, and we're all just like, "These assholes are going to play a full game in front of like while a we're all full just game here. of Madden." Yeah, while we're all just sitting <laughs> and here. The, and the thing, the, the crazy thing about Madden players is they're like, "Well, you just watch. Yeah. You think I want to watch you yeah, play yeah, a, a fake video game? game? Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not real football. <laughs> yeah. You know that, right, guys? <laughs> Do you see that play? No, it, no. It, it, those aren't real players. I don't That's know what you're nuts. talking about. Yeah. So Cavs losing about like thirty-five or some shit. And then the dude keeps talking shit, and the fourth quarter starts, and Cap's like, all right, I'm going to start trying now. And we're all just like, wait, what? Is that true? Yeah. And then Cap just spends the next eight, five minutes, whatever the quarter is, just pulverizing this dude. Get out of here. And the guy's getting furious. And like Cap had just played possum for three full quarters of Madden while this dude just built up about how badass he is. And Cap ends up beating him by like three touchdowns. That is Scores like crazy. 56 points in like a quarter. So you know how serious he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I played him, and I'm terrible. I'm okay. a, I'm what they call a button masher. Yeah. You just, I yeah, just, I just do it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and listen, 
I'm not good. And sometimes beca- I win with that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and listen, I'm not good because I choose to do other things with my life. Sure. Okay. Go. So I just have other yeah. shit going on. Yeah. Um, nothing against gamers. You want to do that shit? That's fine. For me, that's not my thing. Yeah. But I love button mashing because I grew. I like. I'm the youngest of four boys. So if I know it bothers you, I'm gonna yep. do it. Sure. Over and over again. So we start playing, and I'm button mashing, and he's like, "Are you? What are you doing? Are you button mashing?" <laughs> <laughs> so right so and i'm also like he's like hurry up and i'm just let i'm snapping it at one second yes. every time i'm slowing the game down <laughs> oh maybe with 10 seconds left i throw this hail mary and i score at half seven nothing going into half and i go i gotta go and he's like what i go i gotta go i can't I, i'm i gotta go i gotta get home he's like no you gotta play second half i'm like no 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 i'm not i'm not playing second <laughs> half and he was like now this is again a little brother mo- move i oh, know yeah. how important it is to him yeah. I know that he's better than me. I know coming out in the second half, I'm sure he's gonna fucking kill me. Sure, but I, I go, I gotta go. And he's like, No, you got. Where well, you gonna come back and play? I go, Oh no, I'm never playing you again. And he's like, What? <laughs> I go, I'm better than you. See, that's I and I, yes. and, I, and I for the next three months, every time I saw him, I'm like, You tell everybody I beat you at Madden. You didn't fucking beat me. At- <laughs> See, and, and then the guitarist from Evanescence ended up getting yeah. the rap. Should have quit at halftime. Yeah, I mean, you know, be, because look. I mean, you all seem to be kind of like this too. If, if look, if you, the biggest mistake you can make with me is telling me what bothers you. Sure. Oh, anybody, anybody. Because that's like you're dipping, you're just giving yeah. me a piece of bread yeah. with honey on it. I'm like, really? Yeah. You tell the bully like, just whatever you do, don't <laughs> stick your wet finger in my ear. Yeah. Like, well, oh, okay. Oh, I'm actually going to stick my dick in your ear. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> wet. But, yeah. Wet. Which is weird. By the way, my dick only comes wet. Is that I'm weird? I'm so happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Old swamp crotch wool. <laughs> Only He's comes one way. Comes wet. The sweaty wolf cock. <laughs> you know, the sweaty wolf. You know, wolf, sweaty wolf cock is like maybe like the best last name of all time. It should be your Josh last name. Josh Sweaty uh, Wolf Cock. Uh, th- this Dale weekend, Sweaty Wolf Dale, Cock. It does seem like a Dale. Um, this weekend in Denver, by the way, uh, comedy wise, uh, have you done the Comedy Works? Yeah. No. Okay. I'd like to. People talk about it's how it's great. a great club, but. They won't. They won't. Rick book and I me. are going to get popular so we can go together. It, it would be. <laughs> it's like you play that club. Yeah, I did it with Dice. It's like uh, it's, the cave, right downtown. Yeah, it's downtown, the, downtown not the other one. and it's yeah. like right on top she, of you. Wendy has the other one now too. Right? Yeah, but I learned. Um, you know, every time I go on the road now, so I don't get bored, I switch things up, and and obviously, but I try to learn something about pacing or or uh language or anything that i'm working on my joke right um i learned so this week i tried a set where i sat have you ever done that no no i'm moving around too much I, that, picking on you have people. no idea how angry that just made me that you were sitting I yeah you, you went for the mark Marin and just well i only paul mooney sat and patrice and, and also stood in front of the like and that's I'm, just because he was getting his legs yeah and off, that's also so. because he, he was just out of shape <laughs> And, and he, Mooney was elderly. Yeah, and if they walked three oh. steps, you don't want to do this. <sighs> we saw Vince Neil, by the way, at the fucking Hollywood Bowl a couple years ago. And when he ran down the he ran down the stairs, and uh, when Kickstart My Heart was coming on, and he ran down the stairs, you could see he was winded. So he just oh. pointed the microphone out to the yes. crowd and bent over and went one hand <laughs> on his knee. Take it in. <laughs> Take it in. <laughs> It's a good me, man. Yeah. And he would go, kickstart. And then he would put his mic on. <laughs> you could hear him. At least he had a plan. Uh, at least he had a plan. Oh, he was squeezing into those leather pants. Yeah, you got to at one point. They look good. You got to go stretch good. cheetah print, I think. 
You got to graduate. Yeah, it's harder to tell what's going on with the stretch. Cheetah. Cheetah. Any kind of animal print in a stretch. Yeah, I feel like you can hide a little bit more. How big was that cheetah before they. (laughs) Some large cheetah spots, but. I, Maybe I just don't know cheetahs like I thought I did. I think the size of the cheetah depends on how old it is. Yeah. Yes. If someone told you that, would you believe it? Is it a fast cheetah? Listen, yeah. No, it's a slower my, cheetah. It's a slower cheetah, exactly. That gets winded. My knowledge, <laughs> my knowledge of cheetah fur is very minimal. I'm not afraid to admit that. <laughs> I'm If someone shocked. said that, larger, older, I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. That, clearly, that's cheetah. the case. If someone told me anything about like a safari animal, with confidence, I'd be like, "Yep, oh, sure, absolutely. <laughs> that seems about right. That seems <laughs> right. Yes, I think everybody so, knows that. Yeah, so pretty gir- sad Whoa. if they didn't. G- giraffes like to lay their heads on the back of elephants when yeah. they sleep. Yeah, of course they do. Why wouldn't they? That it's seems a long like neck. what do they do with back? that fucking neck when they sleep? The only animal that can eat ass from fucking fifteen feet away. Am Gotta I respect right? that, huh? Huh? <laughs> high fives? No. Okay. Get the high five. Wait, so go back to you sitting on stage. What oh, happened? I did some sitting and I did some... St- I, did, I did some sitting. Without, did some I, I also did some without moving the mic out Oops. of the stand. Okay. So not... Old so, school. But I'm much more of a frenetic dude. And so, so, you know what it did? Killed okay. your energy. But I, there were some jokes that I've been like before. Why doesn't that work better? And they worked so much movement. better with the mic in the stand because what the mic in the stand did is it lowered my t- my voice and it made it more pointed when I was telling my stories. Yeah, more arm. I, 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 yeah, I really I care about the mic in the stand, but the sitting kind of cuts your energy to me. Well, I mean, well, but Marin perches on the goddamn. He looks like a bird on a wire so up there. So I did a little bit of each, right? When I would tell a story, I'd sit down and I'd do some pointing, and I do not mic in the stand, obviously, when I'm in the. But I, I, um, I emphasized words differently, and words, and what I found this weekend was some jokes worked better smaller, and it was such a great lesson where I was like, "Oh, that joke is going to work so much better. I can now, I can get out and move the mic and walk around. But now I know what part of the story to make smaller." It was a great weekend. Not only were the crowds amazing and all that yeah. shit, Denver's great, but you know, when you learn something like that, and I've been doing this a long fucking time, when you learn something like that where you're like, oh, I should do that more often to find yeah. out where, because I tell where longer stories, yeah, yeah. where my story needs to have the energy and where it needs to be brought down yeah. was a really cool thing to be like, I'm going to have to do this every weekend. Tell all of these stories at least once, mic in the stand, just talking to them, not acting it out, but just telling it like, yeah, it like is. a conversation. Yes, story, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, look, some pieces, some parts of the jokes need the energy and sure. the pace, but it was really cool. Like, it's one of the things I love about our job. Oh, is yeah. that you can always learn something. Yeah, y- y- like you're never. You're sometimes you're like, what the? F- how did I fucking miss that? Like I learned yeah. this weekend that I can bomb Saturday second show. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> nice. That's a weird thing to learn. Yeah. That's yeah. I thought it was Friday Don't second worry show, about it, but hey, nay. Yeah. That, you that's, were great. That's what the post-dated check was for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. But I can't believe I got a post-dated check and he felt me up. So. Did he? Good Front times. or back? Back. 
I was like, dude, and I had to grab him. Just the front. In his defense, I was stretching out. He was walking in, and I was bending over. Well, I guess that's not his defense. Yeah, Yeah, there's no defense. Just so you know. I was in his office. (laughs) (laughs) I was in his office. I was in his office bending over. Yeah, Yeah. that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Maybe maybe don't do that next time. It did walk in like, oh, look what's in my office. Eleanor, you fuck teenagers. (laughs) Yeah. Why, Craig, you're not a teenager yeah. anymore. I'm you know, the 17. best thing about him is he's always like, you know, people always think I'm like 35. I'm like, who? Who the yeah, fuck who thinks you're that? 35? <laughs> and he goes, no, people always tell me all the time, you're a lot, you're you're like 35, right? I have to tell them, no, I'm close to 60. I'm like, everybody, dude, first of all, your wig is different crooked every time I see it. It's beautiful. Aww. Like sometimes it comes down over the left eye and sometimes the right. But uh, he's like, yeah, everybody tells me I look younger. Nobody tells you that. Yeah, I'm not fr- one person. I'm friends with Johnny Dare. Nobody cares. Yeah. I don't know. By who the that way, is. he's not I'm Dare. Fucking <laughs> hates. It. He's not allowed in the building. Dare. He's not anymore. Oh, that Craig really? is not allowed in the building that Johnny Dare is in. That's great because wow. that used to be his boy, and then Johnny Dare. That's his big claim to fame, I think. Right? Jo- yeah, or, Johnny well, Dare bought his. The club that I started at, that was in Westport, right. Johnny Dare bought and turned it into Johnny Dare's Steakhouse, and that's when Craig started having to move the club around to oh, 40 locations around Kansas City. Great. But, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Johnny that's Dare's. Awesome. Now, I like Johnny, and I like going on his show, but I guarantee you I'm never eating at his fucking steakhouse. Oh, he's, it, it, it was the worst. Oh growing up that people were always like dude do you hear Johnny Dare I'd be like fuck no I didn't hear Johnny Dare (laughs) hey Murph that my impression of the dumb girl on the morning radio was from Johnny Dare (laughs) oh really there's always Johnny Dare and Murphy in the morning hey Murph you were backstage last night with a rat how did that go I think we all know how it went (laughs) Johnny (laughs) you crazy Johnny I'm crazy you you were the crazy one last night alright coming up we got inner Sandman coming from Metallica Sandman. By the way, Johnny sounds a lot like Craig Glazer. Yeah, who sounds a lot like Joey Diaz? <laughs> Strangely I feel like enough. everyone <laughs> in Kansas I do like talks eight like impressions. That. Well, they all kind they of all sound, go together. I only do one impression. That's it. I do Droopy Dog. What? That really makes me mad. That's nice. it. That's, the that's, cartoon. It. that's the only good one. That's the only one I got. I also do, do a pretty good impersonation of my neighbor, but nobody knows him. Oh, Let's yeah. I do a good of my sister, Karen. Let's hear the neighbor. Carrie. Hey, Josh. And he's always got Fog Hat playing. Hey, Josh. Hey. You want to come over and get in the pool? That's it's always not, over the fence. That sounds, sounds just amazing. like him. It does. He's tell. so good. He you does, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I puckered my lips because he always talks like this. And his his That's wife so good. Start, wanted to get in. She was like, he was like, is he single? I'm just no. asking and his friend. And his wife. <laughs> for a friend. He was like, my, hey, my me. wife's going to rent out a theater and do some stand-up. You want to open for her? I'm like, oh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> open for Yeah, open for Because, and I tell you something, the first time they he started screaming at me. They don't even know how mean that is or how No, insulting? Yeah. And so, but when he first started screaming at me, I, I brought my wife. I'm like, I'm like, listen to him. His name's, I'm not going to say what his name is. And, but he sounds like Rick Moranis from Ghostbusters sometimes. Hey, Josh. Hey. Hey, 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 oh. And it's like, <laughs> he's always like, hey, you want to come over and swim? The pool's hot. The pool's hot. It's going to be hot all day if you want to come over and swim. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no. You sure? Where's your wife? Who who, <laughs> yeah. who wants to swim in a hot pool? <laughs> in the valley. Yeah, who's there just, <laughs> if, if only this w- pool water was more swamp-like. Only I would like that. Yeah, I do well. like cold water. Me too, by the sometimes way. Sometimes it just drives me. I, I mean, sometimes I'm in the weird. summer, if it's like really yeah, hot, you're I'm like, li- oh, it's I live it's in Sherman Oaks, so the thought of me getting too, in a hot pool. I know, I saw you at Whole Foods. Oh, that that's right, yeah. Oh, that's so weird. That's when he was telling me you stuff. I'm trying to brag that you eat healthy. fuck? He's like, you know, I have a grandchild older than your kid. And my mom was like, 
How the fuck really? old is Josh? My Wolf? oldest son. You know, my oldest son did boots on the ground in Afghanistan. My oldest oh, son. That's right. My yeah. oldest son, like, um, you know, I, the day he told me, he was like, I think I'm going to join the army. And I was like, you know, there's a couple wars happening. Yeah, this is right a bad now. time. Yeah, like. Let's stretch this plan out <laughs> 10 years. We'll come back to it, see <laughs> yeah, what we want to do. This seems like, and I was like, you know, honestly, I would have tried to talk God him out of it. God bless him, though. Yeah, 100%. And I would have tried to talk him out of it, but he said to me, I said, why? Because I had put him in college. And the phone call started out with, and we were two weeks into college, first semester. He goes, I think I'm going to fail out. I go, already? Like, have you even taken a fucking test yet? I haven't made it to class. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem like a good sign. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to one class. It doesn't seem like it's for me. That's how, I, when, I, when I left college, that was my thought. I was just like, you know what? I just don't think this is working. And when I talked to my parents, and they're like, why? I'm just like, Oh, I haven't I haven't even gone this semester. And they're like, "Jeez, how how far into the semester were you?" It's probably I don't know, 2 months in. Was your roommate when you came home was your roommate like, "Are you still in bed?" <laughs> uh, no, cuz I I I was always out. So I I roomed with my brother. Oh, and, and what? Yeah, I roomed with my brother. Like we had an apartment at oh, that point. Oh, got it. I made it to my my junior year before. Oh, nice! I left. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, proud of you. Did you get a certificate for that, or uh, you know, you don't even get a ribbon. You don't get anything, do you? you, you probably just, now you do. Yeah, you can just you can just print stuff out. Yeah. That's yeah. the great thing. Is put it on your wall. Yeah. Uh, the the first college I went to two colleges. Oh, first congratulations! I went, to, I went to a film college, uh, a small film college in Santa Fe, New Mexico, mm-hmm. my first year. Very exciting. And uh, Spielberg came out of there. Yeah, there's a lot of big names. <laughs> uh, Coppola, know, Spielberg, a lot of. I don't want to drop any you know <laughs> projects, but they did film a couple of those Randy Macho Man Savage commercials. Ooh, on, okay. The Slim Jim one. Yep on on campus. Not mad at that. Um, Me either. But I, it was it was very weird experience because I don't like arts, art kids and stuff, and a lot of the kids at that college were. But that school, well, it so was I an dropped out. College, yeah. <laughs> well, I dropped out, and then I went. To, I just went to KU, and then I partied really hard there. And then I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing this either." But Did you turn into Craig Glazer. Yeah, hey, <laughs> that's when I met Craig Glazer. Is it really? Yeah, hey, I was in college when I started doing them, comedy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You worked at it, it, so when it was in Westport, was it hot? It was all like I, I basically. I got to perform in two shows that weren't the open mic, and it was just like a "you want to open up this weekend? I'll, I'll give you fifteen bucks, or whatever it was." I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Twenty five, right? Um, but usually, I just did the open mic. But the open mic was every Monday night. You got three minutes. Um, by the end, I did it there for two years. Every week, by the end, they let me do five minutes, and it was minimum hundred and fifty people every week. Always. And That's so I was good. just like, this is the shit. And when I moved to L.A., I'm like, I'm going to just get to go out there and crush. I did all these terrible impressions. Anything <laughs> Will Ferrell was doing, I was doing. Give me a Will Ferrell, one of them. Um, like I did I did Harry Carey. He was already dead at yeah. that point. <laughs> but I was just out there. I'd do Harry Carey announcing <laughs> cockfights and stuff. Like oh, that was nice. my, my crazy premise. I heard somebody, the uh, 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 one of my openers, where the fuck was I? Anyways, did a Jimmy Stewart impersonation. No, he didn't. And wow. he, he came back, and I go, hey, man. And, and I go, that's a good Jimmy Stewart. He goes, yeah. He goes, didn't work too well tonight. I go, yeah, that's because nobody's 150 in the crowd. <laughs> like, nobody knows who Jimmy Stewart is. Yeah. He, was like, he was like, you sure? I'm like, uh, like 100% sure. Like John Ask a couple, Wayne, yeah. what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, where's your Clark Gable impersonation? Yeah. <laughs> I, I Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I remember what? Jim Carrey doing Jimmy Stewart impression on when he hosted Saturday Night Live and having to be, ask my dad, like, 
what is this? Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's the guy from A Wonderful Life. I'm him? like, oh. oh. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a. I think I've seen that. That's the old I shitty hate movie. Jimmy Stewart's voice. I can't watch it. I don't like those impersonations. We, I don't either. Well, there was a guy in Seattle when we started doing stand up. I also started with Brody, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You I, got I it. I thought I knew that. You got and I, it. I told you that Brody. Enjoy my it. favorite Brody story is that he was. His name is Steve Brody. Yeah. Stephen Brody. Yeah. Stephen Brody. So one night, um, <laughs> he gets off stage and he goes to me. It was a rough night for him. And he had a couple rough nights. Sure. And by the way, even back then, Brody was extremely experimental. He brought a homeless clown on stage once. Okay. That was kind of funny until he started to threaten everybody that he was going to kill him. And Brody kind of was Funnier. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, to now me, that's on. comedy Super gold. funny. Yeah. But Brody walks We're off like, stage <sighs> and he goes, uh, Steve Brody isn't funny. And I go, you're funny, man. He goes, no. He goes, you know who's funny? I go, who? He goes, Brody Stevens. I go, who's that? He goes, you'll see tomorrow. And oh. he's that he came back as that guy, and he's been that guy, just way better than ever you. since. It was the craziest thing. I was like, "You ever gonna, you ever snapping out of this one?" Or nope, no. But now he's back. He is back because uh, now I he, when I was waiting tables here, Brody was here. I know Miss Brody Stevens, yeah. and his sister came, and all I kept thinking about was my sister hits me with keys. Yeah, my yeah. sister's a janitor. You know the stupid. Why did it hurt so it, bad? <laughs> it made me laugh every yeah, time. Yeah. And she comes in screaming at him, and all she keeps saying is, "You know what, Stephen?" And she's Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. And I don't give a shit who thinks you're Brody. You're not. You're Stephen. You piece of shit. And I was like. Oh, oh, and we were all in the parking lot, like, oh, well, I guess his name's Steven. Yeah, like, <laughs> she really, she just do, she really does him. seem abusive. <laughs> I was I hope waiting she for take the those keys. keys out. Yeah. I mean, we were all sitting there. Where are the keys? Oh, you know? get them out. But I, she outed him, and that was how I, I found the out Steven he one? was Brody. I mean, Steven. Yeah. I I maybe laughed at his Nemo nut rag joke about a million times. <laughs> Overshut my I've, nut rag. I laughed at some of Brody's. A million times. A million times. I yeah. love it. I I have laughed when Steve Ren is easy has gone up and done his act, and then Brody comes in and does the exact same yeah. thing. Is that right? Yeah. As a joke, Brody was late one time, yeah. so Steve did his whole thing. And I mean, crowd work. Where are you from? 818, yeah. positive energy, connection. We're yeah, connected. all of it. And Brody did verbatim. The same, same thing? thing? We were screaming. My my wife. That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. I, I met my wife at the comedy store and uh, you don't hear that too often no and I, I, I had like yeah. interacted with we her for a Maybe. couple of weeks before I like got her to go out with me or whatever what was that noise you just made yeah, with your like mouth that. like that oh. I'm trying to think how do I phrase it is, is that your thinking noise because yeah. that's trouble? terrible dude you had a, sex you had to come up with a better thinking noise than that yeah uh, you know, a lot of times when you think, you can just be quiet. You don't have to make like a... Now when you're thinking of Corinne. <laughs> that was the weirdest thinking noise I have ever heard. Let me think on that. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, and and I, I asked her, like, I go, who uh, who have you seen? And she's like, man, I saw Brody Stevens last night. He was really funny. I'm like, oh, yeah, Brody is funny. And then she's like, oh, there he is. And I look over and I'm like, who, Steve? And she's like, no, no, Brody. And she points at Ren is easy, and I'm like, "No, that's Steve uh, Ren is easy." And she's like, "No, I saw him last night. He's Brody." And I'm like, "No, no, he's probably doing Brody." And then Brody showed up like to him so many times. Yeah, Brody showed up like 20 minutes later. I'm like, "That's Brody," and she's like, "No, it isn't." Did Brody know that Steve was yeah. doing Brody? Yeah, and he got what? What? Why he, do stole, you he stole that? my essence. That's hilarious. Anything that piss off Brody. He stole my essence is <laughs> so, so perfectly. Bad. I have a stalker 
who uh, lucky. Only Dude, all Wolf did was brag Wait, on that podcast. Only stalks three people because we're talking about essence. I had this. She stalks me, Sandra O, oh, and Tom Cruise. But her, oh, her, the big three. How'd you get on the, the list? I'm not sure. Three. It's an interesting three. Charles Fleischer has stalkers. <laughs> yeah. So let's not. Yeah, let's not get too excited. <laughs> but she was like, she's like Sandra O. Oh, her thing is that Sandra O. Oh stole her essence, and that, oh, and that Heath Ledger died because. The gov- and the Twin Towers came down because the government has a tape so of her this masturbating. Is a special t- stalker. Is that, oh, hold yeah. on, is that, have you I asked. got verification yeah, on I all asked, this? I asked about the, I said, listen, if the towers came down because of a video of you diddling yourself, I'm going to need to see that video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we all do. I'm going to need to see exactly what. We can get Trump to release it, I guarantee it. I, I'm going to release the video. The masturbation 9-11 video. <laughs> it actually doesn't sound crazy that he might be like, you know well, what? Maybe we should get a hold of that video. Yeah. It might a, d- distract a little bit from what's going on. Yeah. Anything to distract. He, he I, from, from touring the country, I was not surprised for, by the elections. I yeah, remember yeah. telling my wife, I'm like, don't be surprised. Oh, yeah. I'm same. out there. Don't I, be surprised. I, I talk about it on stage. Like, anyone who was surprised that Donald Trump won has not been anywhere east of here. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. All, All the, the way till you can't go any further. Yeah. Because the rest of the country is on board with just n- absolute nonsense and promises. And, like, the way my buddy said in Wisconsin, he goes, he said, I, and he voted for Obama in 08 and 12. And one of the things he said, he was like, what's with the transgender bathroom thing? And I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, well, why is that even an issue? I'm like, well, it's people's rights, dude. And he was like, yeah, but there's no transgenders in my town. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, I go, yeah, man, but it's for people's rights. And he goes, that doesn't affect me. And the fact that it's such huge news, and I see it everywhere, but the things that affect me on a day-to-day basis aren't anywhere on the news. How make, does he know? Make me mad. So it, it, for him... And this is what was so interesting to me. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, the things that I need, jobs or whatever, all this stuff, right? The economy or insurance. Well, they talk about insurance. But things that affect him and his kids. Blue collar working Blue collar. That transgender thing, the fact that it's such a big deal. Just makes him angry. Makes him, it pushes him further to the, it was was so eye-opening to me. I was like, yeah, but what about other people's rights? He was like, I don't know any of those. He goes, do you, are you worried about... Uh, everybody else in the world who lives under dictatorship or the people that are dying in Africa. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you vote, you go and make sure you do things for them. I'm like, well, no. And he was like, well, then why do I have to vote for the transgenders? I don't know any of them. They're not in my life. If you're not helping the people in Syria, why do I got to vote for the transgenders? And I was like, wow. I I don't (laughs) know if that's the logic you want to follow. (laughs) That's great logic. Because first of all, he could not know. The transgender but people. That's the thing, and I. But that. But what I'm telling you is like I'm not backing up his logic. Yeah. What I'm telling you is like there's a. I know a bunch of those people as we both do, all do because we spend time in the middle of that country who are just like. Yeah. 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 It doesn't. I don't know any Mexicans. I don't know any Islam people, but I know they're bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that's all of right. Kansas. Like. Oh yeah. I basically have just hidden all the people I went to high school with because they're all just so pro-Trump. Same. So really for you too? Hillary. South Philly, yeah. I couldn't believe South that. Philly, really? What's South Philly demo-wise? What do you mean? Like demographic, like, like is it all like Italian? Mostly Italian, black, uh, Puerto Rican. But the blacks and Puerto Ricans can't be. Puerto Ricans are in North Philly. Blacks, I they don't vote that, in Philadelphia. Yeah. They're just, you know, I but mean, the Italians voted for Trump. Yes, big time. 
We got to take a country Big back, time. Josh. I guess so, man. It's, what do you need me to do? First of all, Hardcore if we let Trump this, supporters. if we let this Hillary, this bitch, who is probably needs the transgender bathroom bill because <laughs> that's pant- a man. I seen how she feels out that pantsuit. She, uh, the reason why Bill had to put his fiddle stick somewhere else is because he wasn't into docking and that was the only option with <laughs> Hillary. You're that. talking about the band? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> At that point, it is the band. But even the Irish, we have a lot of Irish in South Philly too and they were pro-Trump. And I mean, at my mother's neighborhood, I saw Trump signs in the window. He's, he's going to make America great again. I'm sure. And, and if I, you ask I mean, him, like, I, how, how's he going to do that? They're going to be like, he said he's going to do it yeah. and we're all going to have jobs. And we're all going to be making more money, and we're going to get rid of Obamacare. That way, I don't have to pay for everybody else. That's like, their big you're, thing. Yeah, you're what like, does that mean? Yeah, you're what? picking up talking points, but only half sentence at a yeah, time. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> you can listen to Rush Limbaugh, but you can't focus on all his words. <laughs> yeah, you're really only picking up the first half of those sentences, and then you're yeah. combining them. It's what I do thing. is I listen to Rush, and any word that he says that's six letters or less, I remember. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones so that I just smart. go with. Like if they're bigger wall. than that, I don't need to know it. Nobody needs to Wall's going to be big. Wall's going to be a lovely wall. Great. Uh, believe me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot believe of people are saying word. it. A lot of people. I hear a lot. That's my favorite one. I hear a lot of people saying it. Who? A lot, lot of people say that. A lot of residents say that. That's Trump's thing, yeah. It's not yeah. like yeah. Rush that's Limbaugh what I mean. says yeah, yeah. it. My it's... favorite was when he goes, well, you know, a lot of people are saying. I'm like, Who's that's your people? source. That's you know, a... I hear a lot of people saying. Yeah. Where, in the bathhouse? What do you mean? Who's saying this shit? Unless I, I talk about it on stage fighting. now. Who are you looking at? Five minutes. Hold oh, on. Let's see what he's saying. You have a set, right? Who's on now? Chris who was before him? Allie. You're good, I think. Okay. Yeah, we got it. He'll be there. I'm not getting bumped by anyone. Big fan. Uh, no. Oh, thanks, Luke. No, yeah. Yeah. Big fan of me? Or? Big fan of the general. Are there any poppins at all? I appreciate. At all. Beautiful. No, no limey, no limey British fucking <laughs> hack jobs. No, no, no who came? Who came in? Nobody. I got bumped by Jimmy fucking Carr. <laughs> How happy were you about that? I was so pumped because puns, word plays, and misdirections in a British accent are so fucking charming. <laughs> you know what? I have to stand behind Rick, man, on that. I'm just saying that. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I do. He had this funny bit. I don't know if you've ever heard anything like this or not, but this uh, is, brace have, yourself. Have you ever noticed how the gays are really happy people? Oh, you don't say. It's it's because they don't have to deal with all you crazy women. See, now, <laughs> I said it like that, and it seems super original, but now listen to it in a British accent. Okay. Um, ladies, do you, uh, do you believe that you are um, um, you are easy to live with? You do? Okay. Um, this is going to be fun and educational then. Um, you know how the gays are always so happy? It's because they don't have to deal with all of your crazy nonsense. It's actually funnier like that. Yeah. I'm it not always gonna... is. It always is. <laughs> it the actually, accent. I was like, oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. But the your accent accent's pretty good. works with it. You're right. Yeah, it really does. Right. It's but, almost because they're, they seem so far behind the times yeah. that it works. Yeah, and you said the word nonsense, which was funny with yeah. the accent. It was pretty good. Nonsense. No, yeah, your accent is not quite as <laughs> no, good. I was like... <laughs> I wasn't even trying. Yeah, my and I couldn't nonsense. do it until I couldn't even do that accent until yesterday. Because you were so fucking mad. Fifteen so minutes. Because no one, no one told me I'm getting bumped. I'm just standing by the curtain waiting to go up, and then I look over and I just see this fucking this little Mister Belvedere in a fucking four piece suit now, stumble in through the. Do like, I? What's am this I, fucking guy doing? Am I here? not up to date? Is he? 
big enough to where he's bumping no. people? No. That's my issue. That's he's the not problem. famous. No one That's gives my a thing. Fuck. Like who? And I mean, even if he is, just say in Europe, he's huge or but England. Adam loves him because he watched him in Montreal or something. Mm-hmm. And so. For the roast battle. He's like. He's only here a couple days a year. And I'm like, so we let him bump in three Rangers. shows on a Saturday night? He bumped three people? All, all three. He, he bumped in three all three rooms. shows, both OR shows and the main room. Because why not? Well, I mean, we, I get Chappelle yeah. or Chris Rock or someone like just mentioning. American. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Amen. <laughs> yeah, right. Our forefathers did not die face down in the muck. So that the strumpet Rick and I are Irish, so we're going to fight that English cunt <laughs> all the way back. Uh, just, it just pissed As me he off. He just comes in here and rapes the stage like yep. they always do. Drops his tea like on the stage, yeah. that motherfucker. This ain't the War of 1812, Fuck motherfucker. No, if you ask me right now, who was involved in the War in 1812 and what were they fighting over? If you gave me 10 guesses... I think I could probably get a couple of the combatants right. Sure. But I'm not sure I could tell you why they were fighting. Okay. War of 1812? Yeah. W- were there Americans involved in that? Yep. That's correct. Okay. All right. You're doing 20 questions. How, how, you're asking the questions. How are, uh, do you know the answers? I'm not. Tr- tr- I know a song. I'm just going to tell you. You know that. a song, and right? now, I'm singing it in my head to make sure I got all the facts. <laughs> oh, oh, you know the 1812 song? There's <laughs> an 1812 song? It's actually 1814. God damn it. <laughs> 1814. Well, we took a little trip. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Wait, is that the beginning of the I'm Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> That's what I was just thinking, too. Kind of. I was like, hold on. The, the wait, crossover song. I think song. I know that. with Colonel Jackson down yes. the mine, Mississippi. We took a little bacon and we took a little beans. And was whatever, it the French? In the town in New Orleans. Was it the French? I can't remember. I'm trying to go. Uh, the War of 1812 was. Mostly fought between America and Britain. Uh-huh. Britain had brought forces right. in through Canada, and America had decided that they were basically going to try and take over Canada um, as a way of just getting rid. of There was no Canada at the time; it was right. just a British territory. Do you think the the first people who landed up there and came down through Vermont and shit, when they tasted maple syrup, they were like, "Holy." God damn, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's cold it's as balls up here. here. Yeah, but have you tried the syrup from these trees? Did you see what's coming out of the fucking trees? <laughs> this place is great. <laughs> yeah. And that was the birth, coming out of trees. Like the birth of type 2 diabetes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Straight He's from ridiculously the tree. good with history. History? So I just bought this book, Gun, Germs, and Steel. Okay. Have you heard of it? No. Because I asked Brian Callen. I go, if I'm going to get one book about you go to hold on. You go to Brian Callen for your book reading. I, Interesting. Callen knows. Callen is a well-read dude. Interesting. And so I just said, if you, if I was going to read I know one he studied book, everywhere, everywhere, so it's yeah. Like, yeah. I said, if you're going to give me one, if I was going to start on history of the world, just start on history. And he goes, without a doubt, he without even thinking, he said this one. And so I finally got it, dude. It's amazing. It's an amazing book. And I I'm trying to be. I'm trying to learn more about history. Just because I'm like, well, I should fucking know what happened. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, sure. I should and if know. you get political or anything like that, you got to know what a lot yeah. of background. Yes. And I don't. So I don't get political at all. Yeah, I, I, just, I know a tiny. I just never was even able to touch a vagina until it. I was in college. So I well, just You didn't wasted. touch a vagina until you were in college? Yeah. So I, I had a lot even of years I to learn. before then. Yeah, I did too. God. Damn it. When's it. Did you touch Listen, a boob? I, I got to go do a spot, <laughs> oh, Okay, guys. sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, look, look how nervous he got. <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't. I never even got to touch boobs until I was... I, I tried to touch a boob when I got 
I definitely got rejected on that when I was a junior in high school. Did you ever do? Did you even ever do back of the hand to the butt while walking down the hallway while carrying your books? Uh, I, I think that's called Craig Glazier. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> if they were in my office, guys, if you're gonna wrap up a podcast <laughs> with a callback like that, yeah. it's hard to go any further. Uh, where can we find you on social media? At Josh Wolf Comedy. I also have a podcast that I do with Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Called Prince and the Wolf. Damn. That dude is like, I, I would I would tell people listen to one episode. Okay. He's, he's he's got. The sweetest. Sweetest guy, but he's also got the greatest stories about his dad, who was yeah. like OG comedy. Sure, yeah, yeah. Sure, we've talked about him on here. We've okay. talked about his death on this podcast. Well, we too. had Alan Bursky on here. Talking to Freddie about his dad is crazy. I bet. It, I might even be able to. I'll ask. If, yes. he, if he wanted to, and we then, would do it. But then the stories about the 90s and all that stuff is great, too. And yeah. plus, all that. Yeah, man. Just crushing it. If you were a woman in the crushing 90s, it. you masturbated to Freddie Prince Jr. Woman? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you close it out. Um, thank you, Ricky. He's got to go do a spot. Yeah. So... Wow, yeah, I got to listen, because I didn't ever... It's amazing. It's an yeah. amazing, so and he's I'll... a great storyteller. And... Is that the only podcast you have? Don't you do another I one do with one... Adam Ray? I do one with Adam Ray called Good Call, which is just like basically sports. sports. Good. And then I do one that I don't really publicize. It's got a nice little following, but it's just me. It's more like my diary. I use it almost as a diary. Oh, okay. Didn't you and Oshak used to do a radio show together? No. Or write on one? Oshak and I did a, a sports comedy show, and then he was the head writer on my talk show. There you go. He was the head That's writer on my I, talk I show. I know yeah, I was yeah. putting it. And he's such a good guy, and I worked with he's him. He's one of my best friends. I'm obsessed with him. He's so good. He's such, yeah. so smart He's supposed and funny. to do the podcast. He's like, yeah, yeah, Nor, It's Nor. 8.30 on a Tuesday. It's never going to happen. <laughs> uh, it's never going to He's the only person that calls me Nor. Really? <laughs> such a dick. Nor, nor. That's nor. That's all nor. 8.30 on a Tuesday. <laughs> never. He's never making it here from Any Culver City. Anytime I told him, I'll do. It's Oshack. I'll go to his place. You, you know? should go down. You know, he writes on Mar. I know. You should I ask know. him to. I, I, I break his balls all the time. They got that nice cafeteria down there. You go down there. You know. Oh, oh go to go the, the actual place. Yeah, I don't know. I never thought of that. But I do have the stuff. Yeah, whatever. go down there. Yeah, I got to get Oshak on. But then that means I got to get Hearts on. And Hearts wants to do it with Oshak. And I'm like, we're really? not waiting for you, fucker. Well, wait, wait, um, He's over in Boston. So. How come we never had? Do you have Lauren on the show? No, no, I want to, though. But she's been so busy. I mean, she's got a two-year-old, a th- two-year-old and a four-year-old, or three and five. If you I have her on the show. I screwing this up. Well, you have to have me over. Yes. You have her on the show. Please, she would die. I, how did you know? I've had a crush on him for years. I, you have to. What a great voice that obsessed is. Obsessed with you. Oh, was. I was obsessed with her. And, I, was, and she, I told her that, and she goes, what? And I go, why weren't you paying attention? Oh, I w- but I was just not good. I've never been good at really approaching people. Or, really? No, because it seems. I could see that with Rick. But not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good if look if we're all at a table and there's eight of us and we're having dinner and it's a social situation. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You want me to walk up and just talk to a girl? Mm. At, even at the store. I just assumed, and I was like, and Lauren was a kind of aggressor. I thought, Lauren's like listen, a. If we're gonna be honest, I if I completely honest i thought she was just out of my league i thought a lot of people were hitting on her and oh, i was like she would be thrilled to hear that. yeah i was what he thought i was what is she now one of the simpson sisters kind of 
She's even gotten deeper. Really? Yeah, she was over my place the other day. She's crazy. That's hilarious. I remember walking her to her car once and thinking. That's usually the move. Here's my shot. Yeah, all the comics used to walk me to my car. I'd be like, that's good, buddy. I'll drive you back down the hill. I was like, here's my shot. Here it is. And then I was like, I get super nervous walking up the hill. Oh, no. I I was like, oh. And then I was like, "Mm, okay, see you later. And I like ran like a fucking just a pussy. Yeah, you were her like she was like, Oh, he's such a good guy. Like he he could he could fix me. Like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Cause we all felt like we were you know, fucked up in our twenties, like whatever. Like yeah. this guy would help me. This guy would like mine was my first ex fiance, but he didn't help me. He, he, he did up. not it didn't work? It did not work. I I mean you you st- the fact that you started comedy after hanging out with all these comics. You would think that I would learn something. Yeah. Watching people go up all the time who may or may not kill themselves yeah. afterwards yeah. and learn something. Yeah. From and sitting with Mitzi day in and day out. Uh, I used to sit with, I was her personal assistant for a while. Shit, we went to the Dominican Republic together. I used to drive her to La Jolla. You know, a million times sitting with this woman and she's telling me how fucked up comics are. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing nothing. I'm but hearing you're, nothing. And here you, it's, it was just so <laughs> shocking to me when I heard you started doing stand-up. I'm like. Everybody. Why is she doing that to herself? Didn't remember, she see the torture? Yes. Do you remember Dan Murr? Yes. The improv? Love Dan Murr. Used to hang out and party mm-hmm. with him. When he'd come here, you know, my party would be, I'd have a drink, but I'd be in their party. He was quite a party. And there. would be thinking I was playing at their level and yeah. not realize how fucked up they were. Yeah. But, I mean, I knew, but it was whatever. And so Dan called me up and he's like, um, I heard you're doing stand-up and I heard you're good. Want to open for a tell? I'm like, of course I do. So I drove to the Improv and I'm sitting in the dressing room and a tell walks in and he goes, you work here now? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> but he meant it. He didn't know. He knew me all the years. Yeah, from here. Waiting tables. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the girl that was nice to him, the wait tables and laugh at his jokes and, you know what I mean? Like, hang out and talk. And and, you know, but your responsibility also back then, the staff almost ran the show. Like sure. You, yeah. Well, we, there, we had no, no, the inmates ran the ins- asylum and, uh-huh. uh, and Mitzi wasn't coming in as much. And, oh, and Eddie Griffin used to come down and do oh, two hours. Eddie and, and Dice. We used to scream at Dice. I mean. The two of those guys ruined more nights yeah nancy pimento i don't know if you know nancy Nancy quit because of that shit paul mooney did the same thing yeah griffin every time nancy had a showcase paul would come in and she'd be like bumped back she's still doing okay oh no i love nancy she did my other podcast the first five i'm gonna try to get her on here because she's a paid regular and she's on the wall and she was do you know i just got on the wall i know i don't like that why did they wait that's weird i used to ask tommy about it all the time (laughs) And I'm like, Tommy. Well, sometimes they just, it gets all fucked up. She didn't do it for 10 years. I know. It was like a 10 year gap. And she, um, I don't know why, but it just, I think it was just, we couldn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't pay for couldn't the pay. pay Mr. Freeman to come do it. I That's mean, the same guy we use. Do people know how close the comedy store came to not being the, the comedy, comedy store? store? You know, I uh, people ask all the time. And I can remember doing Mitzi's, like, just scratching my head going we're gonna lose this club Mm -hmm. like what we missed one payment and the bank owns this club and it was that scary 
And for uh, we had Guy Tory on, and for a while, Fat Tuesday was carrying this club. A hundred percent, it was. La Jolla was doing okay. La Jolla, was yeah, but that doing was the okay. only sold out show guaranteed. Constantly, and I mean, we would fight, and they started doing a Friday. Guy would do a Friday, yeah. And I mean, me and uh, his girl Tina that ran the room with him. We would get together and they were like, we were like, we have to hit this many sales. And so the girls would just like throw themselves in that room and fight with everybody to get now a certain amount of sales our... so they didn't have to pay for the room. Oh. That's what we worked for because they were doing such a big thing. Yeah, for them. For you. Keeping us open. Are you, do the guys in the main room, mm-hmm. do the people who work the door, still work those booths for tips hell yeah hell yeah i remember i worked that room i think kennison and carl started it oh the working the tips yeah because carl was on and he told us about how he'd run up he'd borrow a five from a waitress and then he'd be like i promise i'll bring it right back and then he after seating people he'd walk and hand sam the five dollars oh that's from that couple uh how many like so the people mm, would see it so smart and then he'd walk them in and they'd be like fumbling looking for money to tip the door guy so when those booths the way we did it and i remember i was there a weekend when carlin was oh pri- yeah we had carlin in the main room for like you know, 10 days straight that was you know what's fascinating to me is that when i i remember watching his special and before seeing him work it out i was like oh this dude seems so off the top of his head <laughs> he couldn't be any he was to the letter yeah. To the letter. He and, was Oshacky. Yes. And do you remember he would say before the show, don't talk to me. I'm not going to talk back to you. And he would say that. Don't talk to me. I'm not going to talk back to you. To I will you, To the door guys? No, or? to the crowd. Oh, to the crowd. I'll, oh, I got I'll you. I'll tell you when it's... Yes. You'll, you'll know when it's okay to clap because I'll bow. But he was so precise on when he did a special this that it was what I'm working 59 on. minutes. Yep. That's what they wanted. It's going to come in. I know how much laughter is here. I know when to bow. 59 minutes. He had it down to a... It was yeah. amazing. And if he fucked up a joke, he would just start it over in the middle of his set. He didn't care. No. He was working on what he was working on and that was it. So, I remember I got pissed because there were so many fart jokes in there at one point. I was yeah. like, oh God. He did. Well, then the beginning of this podcast, I'm sure you loved. Uh... <laughs> But no, I didn't care. It was a thing about doing it on stage. Yeah. It was Mitzi's least favorite thing. So in my head, I had her voice in there going, "Get him off this stage," you know. And I'd be like, "Do that voice again." Get him off this stage. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> Josh Wolf, he's handsome. He huh? looks like a young Steve Kutenberg. He's so cute, huh? I, I I remember also, you know, one of Tommy's. I remember Tommy caught me off stage. I was trying not to. He some told stuff. you you were handsome too? No, oh. but he he had <laughs> a couple funny. notes for me. Oh, shut your face. Oh, he never noted your stand up? Oh. I mean, he would tell, well, I don't want you doing crowd work, okay? You he, get the crowd too rowdy. He would yell at me for that. Really? Mm hmm. Because I did a lot of crowd work. Well, one time on a Monday when it, I mean, uh, it was a holiday. So, yeah. Uh, Monday was a holiday. Like we were talking about those crowds. It was. For some reason, predominantly black, and I love working in front uh-huh. of black rooms. And so, I can't even—I don't remember if it was like a party or something, but it was a lot, and uh, it was rare for this Sunday night. And it was—I um, don't know—I was new, and I went up and I had one of the best sets I've ever had in the ten years that I've been doing stand-up. And all the black people stood up, and Tommy was like, "Well, that doesn't happen a lot." <laughs> 
It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Never happened. This was exciting for me. Don't shit on it. Like, I just was fun. These are fun people. You know what I mean? They're he very was... passionate. So I don't know what you're saying. But yeah, he, he never really, he yelled at me for things. But what kind of notes did he give you? I've heard him do it to people. Well, he gave me some notes about like, he was like, maybe you shouldn't talk about your kids as much. And I'm like, well, that's what's happening in my life, dude. Like, you want me to make up somebody else's life? Like, this is what, I don't know. I don't know. It took me a long time to figure out that your life is the most interesting thing or what you truly think is the most interesting thing. So yeah. it took me a long time to stop pretending to be somebody else and now you want me to be somebody else like it was it was super no, confusing crazy. for me that's like him trying to be mitzi because mitzi would say yeah. uh you know wear a yellow jacket or like this poor guy she used to make wear a yellow jacket who so jackie banana oh no <laughs> and he had to wear a yellow jacket with a big sequence banana on it what year was that and if he didn't have it she freaked she out. didn't put him on stage and cardinali he got fired because he went up without the guitar Really? Mm -hmm. She freaked out. I started we, playing guitar. I remember him going up without it, and then she walked in, and I was trying so hard to distract her, and she saw it and lost her mind. Really? I was trying to get her to go in the kitchen first, and she was like, well, and she was in a weird mood, mm -hmm. and she went up to the OR and just sat down, and then she just started yelling. While he was, was on like, stage? Fuck. Yep. What was she saying? What is it? Give him the light. Where's the fucking guitar? Like, you know that yell yeah. where, where it wasn't loud, but it kind cut of, through. Yeah, it was it cut creepy, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. And I was like, fuck. Whoa. And yeah, that was it. Because he was trying, he was experimenting. But that's what the OR. I know, but she wants, she saw him with that, and that was it. That's what she wants. Mm. She don't want to see you fucking experiment. No. Sometimes she did, but not. That you know when I I used to open for Larry the Cable Guy, and um, I, he said one of the best things to me. Well, the first time I was nervous, and I was like, "How much time should I do?" And he goes, "Do twenty twenty five." And I was like, um, "Okay." I go, "Is there anything you don't want me to talk about?" He was like, "Look, man, don't say fuck a lot because that's not my crowd." He said, okay. "But um, you, you do whatever you want." He said, "Because you know, after I get off stage, they're not going to remember you were you were there." <laughs> And I was like, oh. That's how Dice does. Yeah. But, but he said to me, he goes, I don't say that to be an asshole. I say that to tell you there's no, there's no pressure on you. And he, Cable Guy was super specific. He was like, look, if I don't see you trying new material every week, I'm getting somebody else. And Good. I was like, why? And he said, you got to use this to get better. You gonna What are you going to do? 20 minutes in front of people who aren't going to remember who the fuck you are anyways? Do material and find out and work it. Figure it out. Figure it out. He said, but if you're not using this to get better, I'm going to find, I'm going to use, give this opportunity to somebody else. And I was like, wow, what a great, it was super cool of him to say no, that. No, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, like we were doing, uh, with Dice, I was doing Vegas twice, mm -hmm. two weekends out of every month. And he was like, this is our OR. So go up there and just do like you're in the OR. Do new stuff. Try everything. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Like they're, it, it, he wasn't technically saying they're not going to remember you. He didn't say it in those words, but basically yeah. they came to see him. He's already has the name mm -hmm. so he can fuck around. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, there's nights when he goes on and talks about the decor, like the fabric of the curtains. Is that true? Oh yeah, please. And they go crazy from it. I mean, he's like, I could wipe my ass. They don't care. You know, he goes, but I still use it to come up with new material and you should 
do the same. That's the level, right? When you get to a point. Oh, and, yeah. It's sickening. And it's that's, amazing that's, to watch. But. It's so amazing to watch. And that's why I like watching Chappelle, right? Because. But they still do the work. That's the thing. Look, he he will. You've seen him on stage where you're like, there's like three, four minutes with no laughter. Yeah. He's just talking to you. And then he comes out of nowhere with this. Damn, right? But if he's not Dave Chappelle, the audience is not giving him those four minutes. They're yeah. not giving him that four no. minutes, right? But so they're not giving the audience is shooting darts at yeah, you. Yeah. Like, ah. By fucking thirty seconds, right? <laughs> but Dice so Dice does the same thing. Oh, That's yeah. very cool. He does the same thing. And then he won't go on stage for months at a time. Not months, I guess, because we were does going Does he still out. come down here? Never. He hasn't been here. Uh, like a year and a half and even when he was here last maybe two years that he's actually performed and it's just that he um, oh I get it I yeah get we it. can wrap it up I gotta go uh, it's just that he he's busy yeah. so it's yeah. good uh, you know he's filming season two of Dice and he's playing Lady Gaga's father in a Bradley Cooper movie I like that I love Lady Gaga so to say I do I love Lady we Gaga we all do I mean and Bradley Cooper they're remaking A Star is Born it's amazing that's amazing Yeah, I'm gonna come out and tell you right now I love Lady Gaga love Kelly Clarkson oh I love Kelly Clarkson oh, she's got a great voice right I saw her at a gas station once you did like, oh my god it's Kelly Clarkson I, I, my friends are like you fucking like Kelly Clarkson I'm like so do you dude but I'm just not afraid to admit it good for you but do you like Taylor Swift um, I almost I, threw my ex out of the car for that I don't like her music but I like her of course it's amazing and I'm sure yeah I don't like her music there. I don't like her music but I'm amazed at how pro- and people would say what do you how prolific of a songwriter she is yeah you know how much she writes for other people I know so I to know. be that young and to write your own music I'm not saying she's not awesome yeah I'm, just saying I'm not I a don't fan of the music songs. at all no her music I'm not a fan of I, I like I had used to talk to a friend of mine I toured with I, he was my opener for a long time, but he was Team Taylor and I was Team Kelly, and we'd be like, we'd get oh. into it on the plane. I'd be like, "Hey man, turn that shit down!" Like I'm listening to fucking Kelly Clarkson, uh, and he was like, "Team Taylor," I'm like, "Fuck you and your Team Taylor, <laughs> fuck you, Team Kelly all the way." That's hysterical. You don't think I listen to "Since You've Been Gone" when I fucking work out? Since you've been one of my favorites. Oh. Come on. I used to spin to that. Hell yeah. That was my favorite. Fucking yeah. killing it. And just see her banging her head. Because to me, she's a badass. I agree. I think she's a badass. She's one of the best voices around. Christine Aguilera. Yes. Her, there's, a, there's only a handful that have that strength. That fucking just where you're like, And oh. Gaga has that strength. Yeah, Gaga's also got a great, like, just who am I? And her, she's got a great ass to her. Just, just, okay. Her body's okay. Pretty, pretty, Interesting. pretty on point. <laughs> It's pretty on point. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's pretty on She's point. She's tiny too. T ninety. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Not no, my- I mean that's what Andrew said. Like she's like oh. this little thing. Like you, she's such a big presence. Yes. And then when you meet her, you're like, oh, she's this tiny. Like he he's also like, oh. a pretty big presence too. He is. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but he's a normal sized guy. Is he? He's six two. He's a or big six dude. Foot. That's yeah, big. That's not giant. But Nobody's got to be over two bills. Yeah. Right? What's that weight? Two hundred? Uh I don't know. He lost so much weight. He looks Rexy. Really? Yeah, he's my little Rexy dog. When? I lost like twenty pounds. Yeah, I need to lose like eight. That's my new thing. Eight? Don't tell my mom. Don't tell your mom. Why? <laughs> she gets mad. Wait, really? Yeah, because I, I just feel like I've been lazy and roady. Yeah. Does that make sense? Dude, a hundred percent. So and it's just about working out. It's not it's just in my head, like 
getting back in shape. My problem is that I smoke weed every day, and when I'm high, I'm never like, mm, where are those almonds? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I fucking hate almonds. <laughs> I'm never like, oh, where are those unsalted cashews? I'm Ugh. really, I want some fucking manja. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? I don't even smoke pot, so I don't even have an excuse. I'm, I'm about to go in the parking lot right now. I'm proud of you. I don't have any more Tootsie Rolls left. I ate them all. That's all right. But most of the time it goes right to my ass. So that kind of works By out. The, that's all right, too. <laughs> Listen, you're, you, that's a, this is getting creepy. It really got, is, yeah. I wish. No wonder why Craig Glazer was trying to feel me up. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank See you. you so, social media. Thank Josh Wolf Comedy. Uh, ComedianJoshWolf.com for tour dates. Uh, listen, and when you come out and see me in Denver this weekend on Saturday, I, I did two different hours, early show, yeah. late show. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, come on out. All the shows are different. We have a really fucking good time. I tell people all the time, when you come to my show, I hope you're not expecting to learn anything. Leave your thesaurus at the house. Like, we're just, it, it is, it, we just have a good time. That's it. That's Fun. Amazing. Fun. Fun. All right. You're awesome. You're the Thank best. you so much. Rick Ingram just killed upstairs. I heard the applause. <laughs> and I'm Eleanor Kerrigan. Thank you for listening to the Comedy Store Podcast.